Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. going on everybody welcome back to the latest episode of the wrestling index podcast as always your boy tk in the house and boy oh boy has it been way too damn long i haven't been on these airwaves in like two and a half three weeks talking to you guys as you know i was sick i had camera issues i had internet issues but guess what we run it at like 950 megabytes per second got a new camera not sick anymore and we are live we got a banging ass fucking pay-per-view this weekend full gear saturday night and I got a panel with me right now to my, I guess my left, your left, right. I don't fucking know how these things work. But I got my boy, Keith, from the Universal Wrestling Podcast. It's always mm. up, Keith. How you doing, bro? Oh, I'm so happy to be here. I'm doing very well. That intro just got me even more pumped. Let's fucking do it. <laughs> oh, man. We're going to talk about that intro in one second after I introduce you guys. I will pop the intro for sure, Keith, man. I'm glad to have you. De Niro, my boy. I've been on your oh, show bro. three, four, five times. But... It's a pleasure, bro. An absolute fucking pleasure to have you on my show. Thank you so much. And you just got out of work. You got a show later tonight and you still found time for your boy. I appreciate you, bro. Welcome to you. the Wrestling Index. Thank you, man. I appreciate you. It's a pleasure to be on. Thank you so much for having me. Of course, of course, man. And last but not least, I mean, my mainstay the most. I know, Keith, you're you're coming with the mainstay. Justin, oh, no. my boy, throw it up. Throw it up, bro. I know Justin's like everyone's mainstay. He's the IWC podcasting whore, but he is my boy from the In Time Wrestling Podcast. Justin, I've missed you. It's been like three weeks since we've got together. Far, far too long. And feeling good. Back back on the air. But Keith, like you said, that intro Mm. just got you pumped. That intro got me pumped. You guys know me. I'm not an intro type of fucking guy. (laughs) That's not me. But my boy, your boy, all of our boy, from the Universal Wrestling Podcast, Nick put this together for me just because he's a good fucking dude. I'm gonna play it one more time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Introduce that shit. <laughs> Nick, I love you, bro. Wish you were here. I know you got things going on, but thank you so much for this, bro. <laughs> hard i love that it goes it's like laughs and then the next picture is fucking gunther slapping the shit out of sheamus the laughs and the 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 face behind the laughs is brian danielson like with a serious face so like you put the two together and then yeah gunther fucking slapping sheamus's chest (laughs) oh that's hot nick appreciate it love you bro thank you so much wish you could have been here understand it for sure it's that time in the year thanksgiving christmas i hope you all have great holidays you know we'll be talking plenty more through but 
Thanksgiving is next Thursday. So I hope everyone out there who's listening has a great holiday for sure. And as always, quick housekeeping. You can find the Wrestling Index podcast right here on YouTube, Floor Cyber Sports. We're always live on Floor Cyber Sports Twitter, FloorCyberSports.com, and Visionary Global Media Network. So check it out. Floor Cyber Sports as well. Get on that shit. If you like NFL, NBA, MLB, power rankings, lists, and of course, wrestling. We got mad content. FloorCyberSports.com. Get on that shit. But we ain't here for that. We are here for full gear. And guys, I'm fucking amped for the show. Tony Khan had his media call today. Ten matches, he said. So I, I guess he's listening to the fans. We were all bitching because he was doing five-hour pay-per-views. So he said he's going to have a short, sweet, compact pay-per-view with only ten matches. A couple of things, though, and I'm going to swing it to you guys when I'm done. First of all, the 10 matches, I'm more than fine with. They're, they're 10 solid matches. But what does short and sweet mean? Does he get this pay-per-view in in three hours or is it still a four-hour pay-per-view? Because I think with the, the pre-show, it's still going to end up being five hours because you got 10 matches and they're on your main show. How do you squeeze 10 matches in two, three hours? So I'll ask you guys that. And the second question is this. With it just being 10 matches, they took Ricky Starks and they moved him via injury. And Tony said today, and I get you have people out there believing that Tony had in, or that Ricky was actually injured. Tony said that Ricky Starks was injured, which is like real life injured, which is why he missed his match versus Lance last week. That's bullshit. First of all, he wouldn't be in a segment where Lance is smashing his head off something if he was injured. Secondly, if he wanted that number one contenders match on the show, which it should have been, all right, you have you're setting up Ricky Starks versus Ethan Page, two young fucking stallions, okay? Number one contender match, nothing better, dude. You could have had Ricky on Dynamite this week go through Lance. Then you could have had Ricky on Rampage go through Brian Cage. He's like, I'm hurt, I'm beat up, I'm going against Ethan Page. And then you could have Ethan Page win if you're going to go through with the MJF face thing. Who knows if that's what you're going to do. Or you have Ricky go through Ethan Page and beat the firm. Like, the story was there for the pay-per-view for your two young studs, and it got fucking pulled, and I'm unhappy about it. But the pay-per-view six, so I'm not going to bitch too much. But I'm unhappy about that. So what are your thoughts on that, guys? Uh, we'll start with Keith and then swing it around. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I'm right there with you. I think uh, <clears throat> definitely should have been on there. Um, you know, we'll get into it a little bit more. I got some personal reasons why, like, uh, for different stuff. But, like, I let's all just be honest and, you know, hopefully not get attacked on Twitter for it. But Nyla and Jade should probably be on the pre-show. The finals of that whenever one contendership should be on the main show. I'll leave it at that so that I don't take up too much damn time on that because I know we don't have all that much time for it. So, <laughs> De Niro, what you got, my man? Yeah, I mean, I definitely wish that was on the main show. I feel like every year, if I'm not mistaken, the tournament ends at full gear. So it's a little odd that this one's going to end after full gear. But that matchup would have been perfect for the main show. And I can't lie, like I'm a big uh, I'm a big Jay Cargill fan just because of her character. But I'm with Keith, like that is a pre-show matchup. I hate this storyline about Nyla Rose stealing the title and defending the title she stole. Like it's, it's so Russo. Up. It is so Russo, man, and we need to get Russo out. But anyway, the uh, um, the pay-per-view, you know, I think it's like an oxymoron saying just 10 matches because that's still a fucking lot. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, hopefully it is a little bit more concise, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Justin, what do you think, bro? I mean, I've been, I've been kind of, like, indifferent with the whole tournament, but it really does suck that Ricky's, you know – the guy always never gets a chance to do anything anymore. It fucking sucks. The guy is fucking phenomenal. And every time we get anywhere close to doing anything with Ricky, 
just chop him off at the knees and leave it at that. It's always like, what the hell? What the hell? Like, I I, I would have preferred Jade and Nyla to be on the pre-show. There's no reason. That story has been piss poor. Oh, she took my title, but now I have to get it back. But it's like, it's not interesting. Like, really freaking dumb. Really it's like dumb. a storyline that hasn't been, hasn't even been going that long, but also at the same time feels like it's been about six months in build. It's exactly. only been like what Ever. three three weeks, but it's been like ugh, like every time it shows up, I'm like, how are we still doing this? Like, and, what, and what pisses me off most about it is that she stole the belt. They claim she's the fake TBS champion or the TBS champion, and Jade and the baddies are in the building every single time that she's there with the fucking. I, belt so why the fuck haven't they just taken it from her jade right. jade beats up seven people including security guards but then she doesn't go after nyla or the fucking marina shafir who's sitting there with the fucking belt just that, go get your belt why that are you when she beat go up, get your belt that episode when she beat up the seven security guards she also said just like i'm gonna take rampage hostage and then she came out for like a segment and they're like no oh, and she's like okay never mind it was like two and a half minutes like, dude <laughs> it wasn't even like Brian Pillman bringing a gun at no, I'm just kidding, but it was fucking like two and a half minutes and shit. Yo, I'm gonna give a big, big, big shout out to my boy Ivan, the devious one circle of debate awesome. podcast. Mm. The man, dude, appreciate you being here. Check out his content. I know he's going live around 9:40 Central Standard Time. De Niro will be there. I wish I could I'm waking up super early tomorrow, but definitely check out Circle of Debate, everything they do. They're fantastic content and great interview with bad news Tito. That was a lot of fun. I listened to that the other day at work. Fantastic stuff. I was sitting there like, oh, I wonder if he's going to ask. Like, he, the way he followed up, Ivan, the way he followed up with questions was fantastic. Because, like, the way you asked him something, the way he would say something, I was like, oh, I wonder if he's going to ask him this. And boom, you asked him exactly what I wanted to hear. Was great stuff, dude. Great, great interview. Appreciate you being here. And, yeah, it will be 11 matches because that's going to be on the pre-show, which is why we're saying still, or I think it's going to go five hours or some shit. Like, like tell me. Tell me how you're going to have like a buy-in still. Like maybe the show was three and a half hours or something. And they have like a 30-minute buy-in. And maybe they don't do four matches on the buy-in. Because if they were going to do four matches on the buy-in, they probably would have done the Hook versus Lee Moriarty thing that they're doing on Rampage on the buy-in. Because I thought for sure they was going to the buy-in. I also thought FTR versus the Gun Club was going to the buy-in. And I also thought there's going to be some sort of Orange Cassidy All-Atlantic Championship defense match. So I'm really surprised all of that. What do you guys think about that? Yeah, I mean, I, I totally agree with that. Like that—that's insane. Like, Orange Cassidy versus Shibata could have been on the pay per view. They, they oh, fuck yeah, right? Oh, right. Like, like, come on. Or, or Miro. Why was it? I mean, I feel like this writes itself. Orange Cassidy versus Miro writes itself. Mm-hmm. Yo, what's up, World Elite Podcast? They're going live at like six thirty themselves. I thought you were live already. Why are you here? But appreciate the support. <laughs> love you. I uh, love, love the guys at World Elite. They're going live doing their full gear show tonight. And Dylan, like I always say, man, appreciate all the graphics you do for the website, man. You're the man, dude. Love that show. Really Elite Podcast. You check them out. I mean, I can't tell you to go check them out right now. We're live. Stay with us. But <laughs> definitely check out the World Elite Podcast and their full gear prediction show. There you go. Point. They're going live at 7. Definitely be checking that out. And what I'm going to say that Nyla idea was from Tony Schiavone, according to TK and the media call. Well, that was a bad fucking idea. But all of it was a bad idea. Tony fucking Schiavone. Come on. I saw I saw that, too. And like that was like my first thought. That's why I said, like, it's very Russo, because it was like I saw the same thing of like it's coming from Schiavone. And I was like, well, he should fucking know better. He was in two different places where Russo was just like and fucked everything. So, like, fuck are you doing? 
It was bad. It's a bad idea. And I'm I'm fine with them having their feud. I'm fine with them having a match. They're yeah. two big badass women. I'm all down with that. But like the story leading up to it itself was fucking like rubbish to me. But let's get on. I wanna I wanna move this show for sure. So we were kind of talking in the pre-show fist fight that dynamite just did like it. I love the Capri Sun. It's so hard to put that fucking. I want them there. to be a sponsor. I so like bad. I like to pop it in the bottom <laughs> because it's hard to put it in the little hole fucking spot. But always gotta find their holes. I got five kids. I do. But fucking sponsored by Capri Sun. I wish. <laughs> that would make my fucking life. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I would happily start up every episode just be like, thanks for coming back to the UW pod. Happily sponsored by Capri Sun. Try the new Pacific Cooler. All right. Maybe, maybe, maybe <laughs> one day the way you guys are fucking flowing, dude. Keep doing I would love it. Doing, dude. I would love it. I want the dumbest sponsors. I want like Capri Sun. I want like Snapple to come for me. Snapple is not dumb, dude. That's not a Zima. Snapple facted on that shit for sure. <laughs> but we were talking the pre-show fist fight. Dynamite last night only got 840,000 or however the fuck they do their TV ratings. 840K views, however that fucking works out. They're under a million again. But for a go-home show, they're down 19%. For me personally, going into the show, I was very, very excited because I thought the Elite was coming back. They've been telling that story. <laughs> It's funny because if you know me two and a half years ago, I fucking was not about the elite. I care less about them. Now I'm still going to be rooting for them. I'd be rooting for Death Triangle on Saturday for sure. But I want them there. I want fucking the elite there. They're, the product is better. Kenny Omega is a top five wrestler in the world. And the Young Bucks are a top three tag team in the world. So naturally, the product's better with them there. So um, Dynamite did 840. The, the show itself wasn't blazing at all. We're not going to do like a recap show at all. But I kind of get why they got 840. The Max versus MJF stuff, I don't know about you guys, and you can talk about it with, you know, with, when I'm asking you now, match what you're most looking forward to, but the Max MJF stuff really, while it's been good, it just isn't enthralling me like it should. Like, there's no, like, surprise element throughout any of the show. The Elite stuff was the most intriguing stuff to me, and they didn't even bring it back on TV. So, I guess, what match are you most looking forward to, and how do you feel about, like, the build to the card? Yeah, I mean, you kind of hit it there. Um, I mean, I feel like... The obvious answer, but I'm probably going to be wrong when everyone else starts talking, but most of the looking forward matches, clearly, it's it's Mox MJF for me. Um, you know, got my own thoughts on where that's going to go with everything like that. And I mean, I, the, yeah, like, I, I mean, I'm, I'm like, I'm a notorious for, I don't, I don't necessarily watch Dynamite like on the day of, I'm, I'm a recorder and then get it to it when I get a chance to get to it. So I watched it today and like, I, I literally, I watched it probably shit, two hours ago, three hours ago. And I was just, I, like forgot half the stuff we were that like happened on it already. Like I know it ended with like that the, the promo off and everything and that was whatever. And the uh the tag match to start that was pretty good. But like everything in between and the elite piece happened, but like it's kind of a boring episode. It didn't really do a whole lot wrestling wise or anything. Um did Bowens get hurt? Is that a real thing? Because like that was the thing he was like shoulder clutching his shoulder after his match with Swerve. And then I saw on Twitter earlier he was at like the Rolling Stone Museum or something had a sling on. I don't know if that was just like for kayfabe or whatever, but you know, yeah, Open. I'm thinking, I'm thinking that's just a little thing for kayfabe and they're selling that hard for sure. Yeah. De Niro, what about you, bro? Um, I'm really looking forward to the main event, but I'm also looking forward to um, the elite versus death triangle just because we haven't seen the elite in so long. Um, it's going to be interesting to see them back after the whole drama that, it's been, you know, highly talked about for a long, long time. So it's cool to see them back. Um, I, I don't think that this is going to be a standard trios match, though, because I like how when Death Triangle was calling out 
the elite. They never said the elite. They just said the trio and you know who you are. I love how there's a parallel trio who's also on the verge of returning, and that's um, the House of Black. So I think it'll be really interesting if the elite come out and then House of Black makes their return, and it's like we get like a three a trios trios match. Ooh, <laughs> and that would be a great yeah, match. Yo, De Niro, you got my juices titillating right now, yeah. bro. Like I'm fucking feeling it, dude. I'm feeling it. And if you're watching live, if you're watching the replay, you could see we got a new panelist to the show. Will Gray, bot spots and chair shots. What's up, bro? Welcome to the Wrestling Index Podcast, man. Thanks for having me on, Tim. I'm glad to be here. And apparently I have an issue with time zones. <laughs> well, I think I, I might have told you your time, maybe your central standard time and not eastern time. And I might have messed that up. So I, I that totally could be on me. And I apologize for that, man. No, 100% cool. It just buys an extra like 15 minutes with me being on the show before I got to bounce to go do botch bots. That's a beautiful thing. And just like De Niro, I, I, Will's live tonight, Thursday nights, botch bots and chair shots, Twitch, YouTube. Definitely check it out. Fantastic content and the website, botch spots and, chair, botch spots and chair Check it out. Did I get that right? Did hey, I get it right? You just nailed all my plugs. I'm good to go now, right? Like, I can just yeah, baby. I hope so. That was my main intention for sure. Glad to have you, bro. I was supposed to have you a couple of weeks ago on our Dynamite post game show, but as I expressed when the show started, internet sickness all sorts of shit but fuck it we're here talking about this sick nasty full gear show justin what match are you most looking forward to then we'll let will hit it i'll get into it we'll move into the show i'm basically with keith i think it is the mjf and mox match like i kind of i have my own thing about the the trios title and stuff like there's just it's either going to be the main event or maybe even soraya and Britt, just because I want to see Saraya and what she's going to do coming back in the ring. But other than that, basically, like, I've, like I, I didn't get to really see the episode last night, so I didn't really, but I heard a lot that the the ending was, that the, like, the, the Mox and MJF stuff kind of took a dip a little bit. And I'm just like, I understand, like, it's not all going to be amazing. Like, that's kind of just how the show feels, though. It feels like it's kind of like, flatlined in some of the build with a lot of it like it's just weird but it's still got a lot of like hype for people and it's definitely got to be the main event the all the stuff they did beforehand it still got me just really anticipating wanting to see it so i'm locked in on that main event oh yeah good stuff that seems to be the consensus like keith said Will, what about you, bro? What match are you most looking forward to on the show? I'm just going to ride everybody's coattails right now. I'm hopping on the MJF Mox train. Um, <laughs> after seeing all the stuff last night after Dynamite went off the air, when MJF and TK got back in the ring and the things MJF said about being a fan of pro wrestling and want to taking the sport back to its roots and that direction and angle, I 100% support it. Him being this ultimate tweener right now where sometimes we hate him and sometimes he lo we love him very much based on which market they're in at that time. Um, very reminiscent of Bret Hart in 97. When you went north of the border, he was a baby face. When you came back into the States, he was a hill. So it almost feels like that with MJF based on which part of the country they're in. Um, so I'm loving everything about that rivalry night now. But a very close second is that trios match, bringing the elite back into the fold and seeing what they're going to do. Yeah, I, I mean, you guys all just said it for me. I'm obviously excited for MJF and Mox, but Justin, I'm with you. It has kind of flatlined and plateaued. I feel like this match could happen 
four to five weeks ago and, and it really would have hit its, hit its spot. I know you wait till full gear. I know the story they're trying to tell. Is he heel? Is he a face? Is Regal going to get involved? Is the firm going to get involved? We'll talk about that. We're going to talk about that right now. The match that I'm most excited for, though, come on, you know me, War Daddy, slap that fucking meat, baby. War Daddy, Samoa Joe, Powerhouse Hobbs, me and my girl, we're just going to be sitting there. Well, we have friends giving. Otherwise, I'd be going live with De Niro on a fucking watch long. But when we get home later that night at like 11 p.m. and we watch the replay, because we're going to get it, record it, we're going to be sitting there just like, oh, in heaven, just drooling over three meaty, Man, dude, and I can't wait for that match. And definitely <laughs> excited for Soraya and Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, especially after their last two weeks of promos. Those two women absolutely slayed the fucking mic and had me so invested into this match. And as always, my heart's with Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. I'll be rooting for her. I think Soraya probably wins, but I'll be rooting for Britt Baker. But boys, you know how I like to do this shit. I don't like to run from the bottom of the card up. I like to run top of the card down because when we do shows like this, we're always talking at the beginning the most about the early matches. So if we're going to talk about the early matches, we're going to talk about the early matches. We're getting right into it. The main event. And we're going to start with the AEW Championship, John Moxley versus MJF. And no, Keith, you know how we roll here on the Wrestling Index. I'm not going to put you on the spot every single time. I'm going to start with you this time. And That's then we're going to go with De Niro next time, Justin, Will, and then me. We're swinging, maybe. We got five of us. Ten matches going to work out perfectly. But, Keith, you're on the clock. AEW Championship match, John Moxley, MJF, about nine weeks to build of this. I know you have some opinions. Spin them, baby. So, I'm um, Justin hit it. Perfect. It's the the build. I feel like has slowed down a little bit in the past couple of weeks. Um, I don't know when they would have pulled it beforehand because you know talking shit on Russo and whatever else earlier. You can't give away a money match on free TV, so they had to wait. They had to build it to this. Could have done a better job of it. I feel like the the fall apart with the uh, the firm. I'll get back to those quotes in a minute. But the fall apart with the firm could have waited a little bit. You know, give some more time to let that build and everything. Um, but um, it's gonna be great. It's gotta be. I'm 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 back in the salt of the earth. MJF's gonna take it here. Uh, Mox was supposed to have time off before everything happened. This is now time for him to get his time off. Um, with some other stuff going on with you know who's with, with who is in the number one contenders. Everything. Um, if it does come down to Starks or it, which whichever one it ends up being, if it is Starks and Page, whichever one wins, they're a solid first challenger for a new MJF title to lose to sorry not yet not yet Starks not yet Ethan we'll get there eventually but not quite yet you're gonna lose this one give him some build to get him going um it's just I'm so the reason I'm so stoked for this and I want to get all balls deep in it when we were talking before is because there's so much I feel like there's so much unknown going on around it there's been everyone in their friggin' mother is talking about like oh Regal's gonna turn Regal's gonna turn on the Blackpool Combat Club he's gonna kick MJF side blah 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 I don't know about that. I hope it doesn't happen because I love Regal in the Blackpool Combat Club and I want him to keep being who he is and coming out and just going, ooh, 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 yum, yum, scrummy, 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 and everything to Excalibur. <laughs> and if he goes with MJF and is like a dick again with him, he, that doesn't really fit anymore. And I want that so much more than I want anything else in the storyline. I want to have him keep coming out and calling him a butter tart and everything and dipping him in custard and all that <laughs> lovely stuff. It's the fucking best. It's like the highlight of Dynamite for me every week. I was like pissed watching this late, like – that it just didn't happen at all this week. Cause like Blackpool was part of the Blackpool combat club was like starting the show. I'm like, where the hell is Regal? Why isn't he out here? What's going on now? Like it was bullshit, but 
I actually think it's going to be the opposite. I think it's going to be a thing where Moxley is, or not Moxley, uh, MJF's going to wrestle the match clean, going off of everything. Regal had said, you know, don't use the ring. Don't be a cheater, blah, 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 whatever. He's, there's going to be a point where I'm like, I'm so in between it. Cause like part of me thinks all the shit with the firm has been fake. Like, especially watching this last week when they were all coming at him one at a time and he's just like, and they're all down one by one. He take out five guys by himself. Come Come on. on, Especially, dude, especially the the whole thing with that too. But I mean, that we're all men here. Kicking the dicks, putting any of us down. Well, regardless, he did it no so matter how lightly. big any of us he are. Did it so lightly too. It wasn't like he fucking thrust it into it. It was just a little. But tap. it was. It was I mean, more taps the. Hurt, though. We all know that. Absolutely. Sometimes the taps worse. I know. I know. It's like the, I know. Oh, wait, as, no. as I'm <laughs> saying it, I know. <laughs> but the the whole the interaction with with Ethan specifically when it was just like he's like waiting and it was just like the. Huh, huh, huh. Like it was so like almost cartoony the way it was like the eye poke the hit and then the dick kick like. Yeah. I don't know. That ain't sitting right with me. Something isn't really vibing there, but I think it's going to end up being they're going to come out. They're still with him, whatever. They're going to give him the diamond. Stokely's going to give him the dynamite diamond ring, and he's going to do the <laughs> no, and he's going to put it aside. But as that's all happening, Regal is going to slip Mox with the Nux, and Mox is going to go fuck off. Oh, <laughs> oh, titillating. Somehow, though, because, because, baby. Because, oh. because of everything with the firm and whatnot, something will still happen where either he misses Moxie with him, we just see them drop or something, or misses MJF with them, see the, the, the Nux drop, or some of their shenanigans or whatever with the firm to get MJF to still win it. But I don't see Regal turning. He's got to stay with them. It's the friggin' Blackpool Combat Club. If Regal leaves, what do they call themselves, or do they just dissolve? And I don't really want them to dissolve because there's a story still being told with all the infighting with Danielson and Wheeler and all that. So, like, I don't want them to end yet. Been too, it's too soon. So, Damn. MJF takes it. Not really sure how we get there fully, but there's all kinds of fantasy stuff in there I want. Damn, that got me fucking aroused. Like, maybe more aroused than that triple threat match. I don't know. That triple threat match ooh, is ooh, scrummy, scrummy. for sure. <laughs> now, before we get to De Niro, I want a couple shout outs. Devin, Clark Street Podcast. What's up, man? You and Fees are killing it. Fridays, Saturdays, live shows. Check out Clark Street Podcast for sure right here on YouTube. And uh, we got Nick. We we shouted you out hardcore earlier. Appreciate that video so mm-hmm. much, brother. Mm-hmm. My dudes, what's good? What's good, man? Thanks for tuning in for sure. Ivan's still chilling. You're the best, brother. Bunch of studs. You're a stud. Wish you were here. Wish you weren't working. Time zones, baby. Time zones. And from way down under, speaking of time zones, broadcast. what's up? Good evening, my All friend. All the way from the future. All the way from the future. And yeah, he's <laughs> Keith, he's with you. Very interesting, which mm-hmm. which it was, and, and great points for sure, bro. So all you guys, thank you so much for tuning into the show. Really appreciate it. De Niro, let's get to you, brother. What do you think, man? Um, First and foremost, I definitely think that MJF is walking out as champion. Moxley's already, what, this reign number three. He doesn't need to win this matchup. He doesn't need to continue on as a champion. And yeah, like, he could go take his vacation and shit, but... um. The way it's going to happen, the way it's going to end, that that's the only thing that I'm, like, stuck on. Because, yeah, I'm right there with Keith about, like, the firm. It looked too hokey, like, the way he was, like, taking out the firm. But then when the firm took him out, that shit was rough. They put him through a table. They, like, fucked him up. So it was, like, I don't know. Um, Regal, it'll be really interesting if Regal does turn. But then, like you said, it does dissolve the whole Blackpool. But I don't know. Part of me thinks that maybe... MJF just wins clean. And I know, like, this is going to sound like, come on, it's MJF. But 
Maybe he just wins clean. Maybe this is the whole build. Like, hey, no, I didn't need anything. I proved everyone wrong. I did it by myself. Beat the best champion in AEW history. But, yeah, I think that he's definitely walking out regardless, though, of how it ends. I mean, you're not wrong. We got this uh, prediction sheet here. I got six of about ten that are going to go on there so far. Six of them got MJF. You both are saying MJF you are going to be on there, too. So, I mean, like, all maybe ten of us are going to say MJF. And how can you not say that? Justin! I know yours already. I've seen it. Well, what do you got? I think I just gave it away. Spoiler alert. My man. What do you got? What do you got, bro? I mean, it's got to be MJF. Like, Moxley deserves to go take his time away. Like, he like he had plans. Again, like like Mike and Keith just said, I it's it's the it's the finish. How do you go with this? And you know, I can't I can't see Regal turning again because it does really just kind of throw a wrench in like. What is what's going to happen with Blackpool Combat Club from here? Then, if Regal's not there, do they just become Combat Club and that's it? Like, <laughs> that's so shit. That's so shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't see the. I, I didn't actually see the brawl. Like, I saw them take him out, MJF out, but I didn't see him take them out. Like, I just I can't see it. Like, it wouldn't make any sense. To like to have him play that whole oh they turned on me but that was just to throw you off kind of thing like I think right now MJF seems like he's still kind of leading into that whole wants to like prove Regal like prove to Regal that he's you know the not the guy that he is that he said he was before like you're still missing something like he wants to stick it to Regal and go I beat your guy how does that make you feel right now I proved you right. I proved you wrong right now. Like, it'd be fucking fantastic. Like, I, I think he just goes in clean, beats Mox. Like, we might even see, like, kind of like a little Mox go heel all match while MJF goes face. That'd be kind of interesting, a little twist to it. Like, yeah. I just cannot see, like, MJ. I just can't really see the finish that, like, would make a lot of sense other than MJF going over clean just to kind of – because that was kind of the story they were doing was Regal saying uh, – that that email I sent you was saying that you weren't that good, but now it's time for MJF to step in there, beat Moxley, and then walk right up to Regal as Regal goes to shake his hand and then flip him the bird or something. And then, like, that's how the show goes off the air is him on the stage just celebrating. Like – MJF has to walk out of full gear with that title. He has to. You you, you feel like mm-hmm. it. Well, what do you got, man? What's what's your theory on this? I feel like this is the the only other time in wrestling history where it's a wrestler A has to win or we riot moment is like RVD over Cena. Like this is almost to the point where I think if MJF doesn't go over, everybody in that building is going to end up in the ring. Uh, just echoing everybody else's points. Everything points to that moment now. It seems like this is the point where they're going to give it to him. He's he's earned it. He's paid his dues. Whatever cheesy cliche you want to use from the wrestling business to say it, he's done it now. So it makes sense for this to be the point. It'll be a good, fresh pushing off point for TK booking wise because it'll give him chance, give him a chance to put the belt on a homegrown talent. Uh, especially rolling into the new year. Uh, so MJF or bust, hands down. 
Yeah, I'm with all you guys. You guys know I love John Moxley as my favorite wrestler in the world, bar none. But at the end of the day, like you all just said, it's got to be MJF or bust. You have led to this moment. You have built to this moment. So it's not about it's not about if, it's how. How does it happen? Is it does he turn heel with William Regal? Is he with the firm still, or does he do a clean? I don't know, and I don't know what I want. Like I, I'm just really excited about this match because. I don't know. And if you have an element of not knowing going in, that's huge. I don't really want him to revert back to being with the firm. I think that would be bullshit and kind of cheap. I'm fine. Uh, Keith, you guys did it on, on your show. You you talked about this. You talked about is MJF better suited as a face or a heel? And I'm not going to deep dive into the conversation. Mm-hmm. Go check out the Universal Wrestling Podcast on YouTube. Fantastic stuff right there between these guys. Um, but I listened to that clip again today. And it's a matter of you don't need him as a face or a heel, in my opinion. Right. You could do, and I think you said it, like the Stone Cold. He, he didn't turn face. He was the same fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin. The crowd just turned him, and they're doing the same damn thing with MJF. And in this match, MJF is probably going to be the face. Like Will just said, it's going to be MJF wins a riot. MJF wins this match. Bar none, MJF has to win this match. MJF will win this match. How? I don't know. I hope he does it cleanly. I hope he just beats John Moxley cleanly. I hope he fucking bloodies Mox up tomorrow. I hope both guys, or on Saturday, I hope both guys get bloodied like crazy, and maybe he passes Mox out. Like, what better way to fucking solidify yourself as a beast than passing Mox out? I don't know if it happens. I also would be fucking really hot and heavy if fucking Mox turned heel like you, or not turned heel, but just, because Mox ain't a face either. Mox is exactly what we're talking about with MJF. Max isn't a face or a heel. Max is Max, dude. That, yeah. That's it. That's what we want MJF to do. It doesn't need to be one way or the other. But if Max used some brass knuckles or kicked him in the dick or something, I'd be all for it. But Hell at yeah. the end of the day, MJF has to win. He has to win. Even for, like, casuals, they turn in like, oh, I've heard about this MJF guy. Like, you want to put the belt on your homegrown talent. It's got to be MJF 110%. But before we move on, we all said who we think is going to win. How would you, how do you want it done though? Like, if it were up to you, how would you do it, Keith? I would, I mean, I know you just said you don't really want to see him go back with the firm. I feel like that's his character. So, like, again, we kind of, Nick and I kind of touched on it when we streamed, um, like last week. Um, you know, let him be what he is. Don't, he, you don't have to put him in a box of a, of a heel or a face, and that's fine. I feel like if he wins it clean though, that is kind of putting him more toward that thing of like, well, you won one clean. That's like a, that's a total like face kind of move. And I don't know. I don't know what a face MJF looks like, or that I want to know what that looks like. Like in the same way that, you know, the same way like face Rollins sucks. Like Rollins is the same wrestler all the way through. His work is always great, but when he's a face, his promo game and everything he says, like dive bombs, maybe I'm alone in that. And that's just how I feel. And that's fine. But that's how I feel with Rollins. And I feel like if MJF goes over clean entirely, whether it's him winning clean or if it's like whether he has the shenanigans that happens for him or if Moxley does something that backfires and then MJF gets it that way. So it's technically not clean, but he still wins it. That's going to work for me. I think him just outright beating him clean. I mean, Moxley's obviously going to bleed. We all know that. But whether MJF does or not, if it's, you know, one of them kind of say, I just don't feel, I feel like if he goes, if MJF goes over clean, that's putting him more toward that face box. And I don't know that I want that. So shenanigans of some kind for him to do it, whether it is the firm, you know, it was all a ruse. The firm's with him. He's full blown heel there. Or if it is something where, like I said, Mox goes to use the brass knucks, but it backfires in some way or some shit. And 
who knows? Like maybe he swings, he hits the fucking post, his hands all fucked up. Then he hits the salt, then he locks in the salt of the earth, and it's like, ah, it's too much because my hand. Who knows? <laughs> dig it, dig it, De Niro. What you think, bro? I'm probably gonna have the, like the exact opposite answer here. I just want it to be clean. Like I think that it would add another element to MJF that we haven't seen yet. And four years in, almost four years in for AEW, we've seen MJF diss everybody, diss their dead relatives, diss everybody. So it's like, what more can you do as a heel MJF? Like he's constantly crossing that line. Let's see how he could evolve as a baby face and what he could do with that type of character. So I think it will add another element to him that I'm really, that, that I'm really willing to see. So I think that if he wins clean, then it's going to be more exciting than wins by a heel and it's the same old come out, talk shit, diss uh, everybody. It's It's been seen so many times already. So I want the fresh outcome, which would be a babyface turn. Dig it. Dig it for it's sure. Fair. It's fair. Justin, what you got, brother? Yeah, I, I'm with Mike. I want the I want to see the clean MJF win. Like he again, it's trying, it's telling the story about Regal. Regal wants him to do it the right way, not do it, you know, by the way he was doing it. The entire like he's done it the entire time with cheap tactics. He wants him to actually go in there and one up and see if he could beat Moxley one on one. No shenanigans, no nothing. Like I can't see him passing out mocks or tapping him out with that fucking arm bar like the salt of the earth to me just isn't enough he'd have to win with that heat seeker that little slingshot pile driver thing he does like i could just see him getting the pin off that and beating him like i can't see him beating any like doing any other way because it's just like he's got to go clean i I, it's got to be the clean victory and that's the way i'd like to see it because again it's it's the the story with regal it's he wants to prove it to him, and he seems like again he, the whole buildup he's been wanting to do it. So I say he's gonna actually go through with it and beat Mox clean. Dig it, dig it, bro. So we got a couple clean, got heel. Will, what about you, bro? Wrap this up, man. I think it's gonna be a 50-50, and this is how it's gonna go down. You're gonna watch uh, MJF come out initially. He's going to be the baby face of the match, just about no matter what but you're going to watch him get that underdog beat down and then the firm will get involved. Then what's going to happen is MJF's going to fight the firm off. He's going to be like, guys, get the fuck out of here. I got this. Then he's going to make his comeback. And when he makes his comeback, that's when Regal will get involved. And that's where it's going to be the question of which direction Regal's going to go. Then Moxley is going to be like, no, get the fuck out of here. Me and MJF are going to settle this like men. And that's how MJF will win clean because it'll be that just like we both, everybody said in the intro, both guys can be a heel or both guys could be a baby face. So if they both do heel things and they both do face things then they check all the boxes. So this is an opportunity for us to be able to tell a story for 25 minutes where both guys have interference, where both guys say no, both guys decide they want to do it right. And it kind of is that back and forth. Not that that's going to happen, but Hey, we can all hope and dream, right? It's awesome, bro. I love that booking. I absolutely love it for sure. And before we move on, got a couple more guys in the chat. Bakley, Cage, my IQ. Check out his content. Sexy beast. Yeah, go check out. uh, He dropped a video this afternoon. Cage, my IQ. Great channel for sure. Ivan says there's a lot that could happen here, but um, simple. It's simple. MJF wins. 
Ethan Page wins the tournament, goes on to face MJF, and they bust out a Nash Hogan. Page lays flat in the ring. Oh, no. And God, no finger, finger poking oh, doom. No. Oh, last time. No. No. We'll talk about that again in a little bit. <laughs> and then he says, remember what MJF said yesterday in his promo. He pretty much teased it. Oh, man. Bakley says, Regal has the brass knuckles. He thinks he turns and uses the knuckles on Moxley. Uh, technically, MJF would be cheating. Yeah, yeah, definitely interesting. And my man, our guy, high five, Tom. What's up? Thanks for stopping by, bro. Stopping by for a few minutes uh, to say what's up. What's up, high five, Tom? Thank you for tuning oh, in. Prepared. We're about to get just the combat club. Oh no, no, just combat club. Well, first of all, I hate that so much. Even they're not just even saying that. It's so bad, guys. They're not even like a fucking faction. It drives me nuts, dude. When Mox is getting beaten down, all right. I know they're setting up this Mox MJF shit. MJF saves Mox, but I'm screaming, screaming. Mox and Regal are getting beat down. Where is last two weeks ago? They fine. They put the broom over the door so BCC couldn't get out. Where were they yesterday? Where the fuck was Brian, Claudio, and Wheeler when fucking Mox and Regal were getting fucking beat down five on two? Come on. It drives me. Do you know they've never been in the ring together, all of them? I'm done. I ain't going to keep bitching. We're in a positive full gear preview show. But the BCC ain't even fucking put them together for fuck's sake. Put them together. It was so nice seeing Brian and Claudio as a team. That was fucking fire. I really think that was the first time. They've like interacted together and fucking since he's been here. He's been here since fucking May. Fucking nuts, Tony. Get it together. Anyways, <laughs> thank you for getting it together. Let's move on. I'm really excited for this match. We talked about it. AEW Trios titles match. Death Triangle. Pax promo last night was awesome. We hear the internet rumors. We know you're coming back. Let's go. They put the fucking. The, the, the little picture on the, the graphic on the big screen. We know we're getting that triangle, the elite. We've had so many matches between these fucking six guys. It's been fucking incredible to the rivalries and the fucking feud that they've had over the years. Absolutely incredible. We saw fucking Pack and Omega at all out. We saw the fucking the match. I was at live the ladder match between the Young Bucks or the fucking cage match between the Young Bucks and the Lucha Brothers was absolutely phenomenal. They had, they had that fucking steel. They had the ladder match, which was fucking absolutely incredible. They had Pac and Omega had that barn burner on Dynamite. They had the fucking Iron Man match. The Lucha Brothers and the Young Bucks had a tag match on Dynamite. And now for the trios belts, the fucking elite get pulled away because of punk drama. Death Triangle wins the belts as they should have. And we commence this rivalry at full gear. And I'm fucking, if you couldn't tell, Amped for this match. This match and big meaty men slapping meat is what I'm most excited for on this fucking show. De Niro, you're up. Who you got? I got the House of Black. Yeah, if that doesn't happen, if that does happen, that'll be pretty fucking cool. But just saying this awesome. is going to stand, be a standard three-on-three matchup. I think Death Triangle has to win. Because it would kind of suck for the elite to come back, win the titles again, just because they're back. So I would have Death Triangle win this one just because th- that's not cool. Like that story if like they get the title stripped for them and just hand it right back to them if they come right back. And I love what Death Triangle's doing with it too. Like Death Triangle's putting on bangers of matches in the trio's division. So I don't want to see that cut, cut short just because the elite's back. And I'm excited for the elite to be back. Like I'm a huge Kenny Omega fan, but... I just don't think right now is the time. So, 
Def Triangle. I dig it, bro. And we got another guy, our boy, Matt Ritter, smacking it raw. Best wrestling podcast. Number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub. Check it out for sure. Thanks for tuning in, brother. Appreciate you for sure. Bigley's got, he says he got the elite are winning. Adam Cole will return, you re- reunite with the kingdom, and then you're going to have a feud. I, yeah, I, I think that might happen as well. I'll talk about when it's my turn, but it's Justin's turn. What's good, bro? What you got? So I'm like 50 50 on this whole thing. Like, I am 50%. I can't wait to fucking see this match because this match is going to be incredible. But I'm also 50% of, I don't like the thought of the outcome being the elite winning. Because that just, you guys get freaking taken off TV for a reason and then just come back and go, thanks, we'll take those titles. Thanks for keeping them warm for us. Like, that's bull. That's incredibly bull. Like, the minute they announced that they were coming back, I went, oh, come the fuck on. This is what we're doing here. Like, I, I it's clearly, I, I have a feeling it's going to be the elite. I feel like Death Triangle really needs to win this. We don't need to be taking the titles off of them right now because the Elite came back. That would be the worst decision right now. Like, I honestly believe still the Elite should have been stripped of their power. They should have just been turned into regular superstars on the show. No more EVP anything getting the chance to book themselves more titles like that to me is ridiculous. Like I want death triangle to win this, but I have a bad feeling it's going to be the elite and that's going to come off really bad for a lot of people. I can see it coming. Like it's not good. Oh man. I don't know. Yeah. If the elite win, I think there's going to be a lot of backlash for sure. Well, what's your take on it, bro? Okay, I think that the Elite were the right choice when they gave them the titles the first time. I hate with all the the BS that they had to add an asterisk to it so soon to the title coming out because that's forever going to make it look like it was lost in the wish or the wash. Um, but the thing is, if you let uh, the Elite take the titles back now, then you look at the the trios. Uh, somebody in the chat mentioned the Kingdom and Adam Cole, best friends in Orange Cassidy, the Elite then death triangle there's tons of great competition in that division so kind of hit like a factory control alt delete on the trios title let the elite take it back and let this kind of be day one of where it should have been when they got the titles to begin with before the shit hit the fan also i'm only here so matt ritter so i can pay for your porn bill <laughs> and, uh, he's only here for your dick and my dick nose and yeah man, the ladies love it. uh anyway anyway i'm with you and for for me I wrote in my predictions the elite. I feel like the elite are going to come back and win it for sure. My heart, everything invested inside of me will be rooting for the Lucha Brothers. Or not the Lucha, just the Lucha Brothers, but for the Death Triangle. Bakley brought it up. He thinks that Pack can break away from the Lucha Brothers. They've been together for three years now. I mean, they have been arguably the best faction, if you count three people as factions. I mean, it's an argument in itself. But they've arguably been the best faction in AEW since its commencement. They've been together from the start. We just talked about the matches they and the feuds they've had with the Elite alone. They have plenty of accolades with tag titles, trios titles, the All-Atlantic Championship. Pack has put on fucking bangers. Lucha Brothers have put on fucking bangers. Ugh, I want the Lucha Brothers to win this match so badly. But at the end of the day, I think, Will, you're right, man. They're going to go back to the Elite like their plans were in the beginning. And I think Bakley's right in the chat that they're going to just – they're probably going to end up breaking the Death Triangle up. And I 
I don't know. I'm not, I'm not necessarily for that. I guess you get some banger matches between Pack and Penta and Pack and Phoenix, but I don't necessarily know that that's that's necessary. But I'm gonna take the elite here, Keith. What do you got, man? They're doing it. <clears throat> I don't. It can't go back to the elite. Um, it's gotta be. It's gotta be Death Triangle. Um, for everything that Justin had said, um, I I I get where Will is coming from. I don't. I don't hate that idea either. But I feel like. I feel like with everything that had happened, Elite going away, coming back, and then immediately winning them back like instantly is just, it's a slap in the face to anybody that, it's a slap in the face of Death Triangle more than anyone else. But it's also to any of the other trios that have fought against Death Triangle since the Elite left. Because it's just like, all that was just kind of bullshit because we're just going to start with, they're just going to get it and we're just going to do it again. You know, it's like they, I don't, I don't think they don't ever get them back. Um, but I don't. I don't think this is the time here. Uh, I think there's. I, I don't know. There's like a bunch of other stuff going on around it too. I don't know if you guys had heard the whole thing where like the Bucks trademarked the name the Wayward Sons. So like I don't know if they're gonna split up at some point here. Kenny's gonna go back to going solo with fucking Don Callis again, and the Bucks are gonna change their name or whatever. Because I know, I think it was in the Young Bucks book. Matt talked about like his dream is to enter to carry on my Wayward Son by Kansas. So, like, I don't know if that's their plan is they're going to, like, they're going to leave again. And it's like the Young Bucks are dead with the Wayward Sons. And they're going to start coming out to that because Tony's got the money to buy those rights. So, like, I don't know. There's, like, so much other stuff going on around that I think they got to stay on Death Triangle. There's a bunch of, I don't know. I was about to say there's a bunch of Death Triangle matches, like trios matches I want to see still. But there's really not because there's not a lot going on. Ah, it just can't be the elite. I got my own thoughts on like the, the trio titles themselves, the AEW ones, because I don't really think they were necessary to begin with. There's too many goddamn belts in the in the place. Not every story needs to have with you. Not every story needs to have a belt. Uh, not to mention they brought in the trios titles like after they got Ring of Honor, which already had trios titles, even though they call them six man tag belts. But like what they just talked about that, how ridiculous like, it is. They have two exact same titles by two different names under two different companies, one of which doesn't have a TV deal. What the fuck? Why? Spit, spit, spit. I guarantee spit. I was I thought about it coming in because I'll t- and I'll touch it on again with another match later on here. But like I'll give like money to like anybody who can like without hesitation just like rattle off all of the Ring of Honor champions besides Jericho because he's on there all the time. I straight up forgot Samoa Joe as the TV champion. Until I just started talking about all those titles, I forgot that Daniel Garcia was the pure champion. So I was about, to, I was just about, it was coming out of my mouth of like, who's the pure? And then I was like, oh wait, yeah, Garcia. He got, thing, he got thirty. Happened. He got thirty points for De Niro with his two title events yeah, in Dark yeah, and Elevation yeah. this week in our fantasy wrestling league. So I had a great week last week. Yeah, this week I'm struggling. Helped me out there. Shit, for it's sure, like right? easily forgetting who the women's champion is. Who we easily forget? The women's champion ROH. Who is it? I know Mercedes Martinez. Martinez. I know. But yeah, but where has she been? The, no, that's what I mean. Oh, like, you would if if Jericho Megan wasn't doing champ. his whole Jericho wasn't doing his whole story of beating former Ring of Honor champions. I don't know that anyone would remember the fact that Dalton Castle and the boys are the six man Ring of Honor tag champions. Well, you know, because even he, then, he, you know they're going to oh lose those belts to the Gates of Agony and Brian Cage. Yeah, like, fucking they God, only they have those belts so they can was, lose them to them. I'm surprised oh, they ain't done it yet. Who the hell? Someone, someone in our in our chat when the Dalton Castle Jericho match happened. I want to say I don't want to get you know shit on for it. I feel like it might have been Ritter when it happened, but like he came like when they were doing the entrance in our chat, someone was just like, "What is that belt Dalton Castle's wearing?" 
Like he was like, what the hell? What is that belt? And then I, I, I think it might have been Bakley who like was just like, oh yeah, they're the six man tag champs. And we're like, oh, I was like, oh shit, yeah, that's a thing. Like what? I don't know. That's that's a whole different everything about anything. We'll just drop it the, there. The, the chat, the chat, triangle the chat's got you though. With the ROH champs though, Keith. Yeah, shit, all over me. I know. It, and then you got Ritter <laughs> spitting the champs, and you got KPG. I love how Ritter did you know put Jericho. We will get the Jade. We will get the Jade for sure. <laughs> yeah, no Jericho. He ain't put Jericho. Fucking you know Jericho, that's good for sure, dude. And then we got Allison. What's up, Allison? Spots and chair shots. The Queen. What's up? Thank you so much for tuning in. Appreciate you for sure. And then uh, we did have a pretty funny comment that I wanted to get to. Uh, there's one. What, what, what did Ritter say here? He said, one of you is very man pretty, but I won't say who. And I think judging by the five of us here, I know Rico Suave is the man pretty one. I think Justin's beautiful, but I think he's talking about De Niro. <laughs> he's talking about me. Ritter's talking about me. He thinks I'm beautiful. Oh, uh, shit. That's so funny. But all right, guys, let's move on to the next match. This match I'm so fucking excited for. And you notice, like I said, I go top down in the card, in my opinion. Notice how I didn't go to the AEW's interim women's championship match. Well, I'm excited for it. It's bullshit that's still fucking interim. Anyways, you got the mainstay, the queen of fucking AEW, Britt Baker, taking on Soraya in her debut match. I'm pumped for this match. You know, when Soraya came back, it was kind of the first time it was it was great. And then it kind of got flat. But damn, the last three weeks, the last two weeks in particular, their promos back and forth. Not even though they're one promo back and forth in the ring. And then this past week, their two individual promos backstage got me hyped, hyped. I'm a DM deer. I love Soraya, but it ain't on me yet. It's on Justin. Who you got, bro? I mean, I, I, I still think I think it's Soraya. Soraya's wins her debut match just so we can see again. This is this is the test. How good is she still got it going on? Like, can she, you know, not have one match and then be back on the shelf kind of thing? Like, I have to say this. I'm not a Britt Baker fan in the slightest bit, but her promo last night was fucking awesome. That was amazing. Like, that was amazing. And like even the Soraya one beforehand when she announced that she was gonna have the match outstanding. Like those two weeks right there, like I went into this just low bar. And then I go right into it after those two promos, and I'm just like, I pull the chair up and I am sitting ready for this. Like I'm 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 actually looking forward to this. And it's a Britt Baker match. If you got not Justin, I was going to say, if you got Justin hype for a Britt Baker match, oh, <laughs> it's, that, it's, it blows my mind. Like, oh baby, I, again, I want to see it's it's seeing Soraya wrestle for the after like the longest time. Maybe this will be the thing that I could go. Man, that's a fucking great Britt Baker match. After a while, like I am locked in for this. And I'm going Soraya because, you know, I just, I don't think Brit, I mean, Brit beating her was, would be big for her, but you got to give Soraya the win right off the bat just to see, give her her time to get ready and see if we can keep her in the ring and not just have one match and that's it. 
really funny like we said earlier the world elite podcast is live doing their thing right now i wish you all could have just like collaborated and had a 10 man show but you know marcus likes to do his thing i like to do my thing it is what it is but i'm watching i got our spreadsheet pulled up right now with the result you know our predictions for the show and i'm watching marcus actively fill it in while he's fucking hosting his show so i love that shit that's fucking absolutely uh hilarious but but bakley says that soraya needs this and ritter agrees and allison wants to know if uh <laughs> if Ritter's trying to make a throuple with Will, Vince, and Matt, so <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. But, but Will, what do you think, man? Um, I think the DMD is safe, and a few references to that. She's a good worker. There's you don't ever hear things or rumors about her sandbagging the same way you do, you know, Thunder Rose or other women in the locker room. She's you know universally respected, I guess, between the the female workers. Um, but this, however, is AEW's version of what New Japan did at Wrestle Kingdom in January with Shibata. They gave him somebody like Zack Sabre Jr. where they can go in, they can do an easy match just to test what his body could physically do without putting her against somebody that would go in there and possibly hurt her or wreck her. So I think this is going to be uh, a solid match. They're not going to get too crazy. But uh, we could get surprised and she could go in there like Stone Cold Steve Austin and take a bunch of bumps on the concrete, you know, like she could surprise everybody. But if they decided to work safe, I think DMD is a good pick. Um, I think they give her, her the win in the, the debut match, though. Uh, I think it goes to, to Paige or Soraya. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I hope she doesn't take those bumps. When Austin was taking them, I cringed. When Brian takes them, I cringe hard. When I watch Brian throw headbutts, like a part of my soul dies a little bit. Like when he's getting struck and he's throwing butts, I fucking, a little part of my soul dies. I, I don't know that I want to see that. I'm surprised she's cleared. I still don't know that WWE would have cleared her. I, I don't know what that says about the difference in WWE doctors versus AEW doctors. Um, I'm all for it though. I'm so, again, I'm so very, very excited for this match. I love both of these women. I'm pumped for Soraya's return. I love DMD. At the end of the day, you guys just fucking hit on it. Soraya's got to win this match. It's 110%. Britt don't need to win. Britt's taking tag team pinfall losses to Sheeta. Britt don't need a pay per view win against the debuter, the debuting saver of the women's division, which she ain't. We all know the way. AEW women's division, they got talented women. They just need to book them properly. But adding Soraya there and a healthy Soraya helps with that big time. So her going over Britt, as someone mentioned in the chat, Britt's the Charlotte Flair of AEW. Very true. So Britt, so Pate, so fuck. Soraya going over Britt in that big of a way is, is huge. So I got Soraya for sure. Keith, what do you got, man? <clears throat> yeah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna say what everyone else was saying. It's it like it it's one of this is like one of those this was like the easiest one for me in the predictions thinking about like on the one hand it's like yeah if Brit beats her like it's gonna just it'll separate up it's gonna it would give Brit nuclear like fucking heat and everything but it's gonna be Soraya she you can't have like that would be the equivalent of like Brian coming back and like getting beat like immediately by. I don't, I don't even know at that point. And rather than having like bangers and hour long draws with pay, like hangman page and stuff like, you know, it's gotta, she, she's been out of the game. She's been, she's been out of the ring for so long. We've all been wanting her to come back for forever while she was with WWE. Everyone wanted her to come back and be page in the ring and they just wouldn't clear her. I don't know what happened between then and now that she get cleared. I'm with you. The whole doctor thing. I don't, I don't know. It's all shysty. AEW seems like they got they like they got a lot better with it on how they handled like the the hangman concussion and all. But like, 
This is also the same company that like Matt Hardy clearly got a concussion like mid match. They're like, nah, just just guy, it's, it's fine, it's fine. You just wrestle tomorrow too. It's no big deal. Whatever. You're old, you did before. No big deal. Go ahead. Like, <laughs> you know. So anyway, uh, that's a whole other rant for a different day. It's gonna, it's got to be Soraya. Um, like you, like you, TK said, Britt doesn't really need it. Um, I think she's got a bunch of other stuff coming up anyway. So I think this is just going to be a Saraya is going to beat her one and done. There'll be a handshake respect kind of thing at the end. Cause they kind of talked about that in their promos this week and everything. They respect each other. So Saraya wins handshakes all around. Yeah. Dig it. That's it. Dig it. Dig it for sure. De Niro, what you got, man? Same thing. Saraya has to win this, you know, she she's a lot bigger of a star than I think a lot of people think that she is. She's a mega star. She's a fucking biopic about her. She's only 30 years old. You know what I mean? Like it's a shitty biopic, but it's still a biopic nonetheless. So I think, you know, this is a huge star coming into AW. She has to win the whole story of her coming back and getting cleared to wrestle after what, like at this point, six years, maybe like it's been a long time. So this was a long time coming for her. She never wanted to retire. It was, her career was taken away from her. You don't have her come back, fight her way all the way back, not just through the injury, but through drug addiction and everything else she's been through just for her to lose in her first matchup. So I'm definitely going with her for the victory here. Shit. Yeah, you're you're right. A hundred and ten percent. I think she's she's gotta gotta get this victory. And uh yeah, she was at, she was there with the initial stages when the four horsewomen came up. Like she was part of the PCP. Could you imagine like over the last five, five six years if she didn't hurt her neck? And didn't have these injuries of what she would have been able to do in that company with those women. It would have been fucking remarkable. But a couple of comments in the chat. Allison says she's only cleared for one match a month right now. And honestly, that's fine. Because like De Niro said, she's such a huge star coming in. Other than like a, a Sasha Banks and Mercedes Renato, she's by far and away the biggest women's star that they could have brought in. And again, she's in a feud with their biggest women's star. They, they know what they're doing with her for sure. Uh, Ritter says he heard she didn't have restrictions. We got a couple of people in the chat that said she said it on a podcast. Katie, what's up? We got Katie from the She Lee Showcase in the house. She said she said it on Renee's podcast. Really appreciate you tuning in, Katie. Greatly, greatly appreciate it. Glad you're here. And let's go to the next match. I know Katie's going to appreciate this. I appreciate this. She equally appreciates this man. And I appreciate all three of these men. She equally appreciates this man the way I do. War Daddy, the AEW TNT Championship, Wardlow, Samoa Joe, Powerhouse Hobbs, big man slapping meat. Oh, I'm fucking excited. Meat, sweat, power. Let's go. Willis on you, baby. Who you got? I'm going to take Wardlow here. I feel like he's unstoppable at this point. I feel like Joe hasn't done anything with the TV title. So this isn't one of those situations where it's going to be a, a big anything's going to happen with that yet. So it's all about continuing Wardlow's rocket ship to the moon and him beating both these guys is just one of those things. Um, I think Hobbs is a bona fide star who's just waiting for the right moment. And uh, I think the, the other side of it is Joe's going to be a great anchor point for Ring of Honor, but he's not in AEW. That's Wardlow right now. So uh, Wordlow by a mile, hands down. Also, I'm going to take the opportunity on a third separate show now to bring up the fact that Katie Kinsey hates me. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Katie's the best. I know you guys got your little feud, but Katie's the best. What's up, Eric, in the chat? Powerhouse. 
oh, it's to me, I love Powerhouse. I would love – there's only two out of three 66% chance. I'd love to go to some Scott Steiner match right now. But <laughs> Sacrifice. I think there's only two guys who could possibly win this match. Joe's not winning this match at all. Like Will said, he's going to be a flag bearer for the Ring of Honor brand eventually when they go there, which is why he's just stagnantly holding this TNT championship. Or not TNT championship, but their television championship equivalent to the TNT championship. Again, way too many goddamn titles. But it's why he's just technically holding that television championship over there for them. But it's Wardlow or it's Hobbs. I wouldn't, I'm not going to cry if Hobbs wins. I'd love to see a title on him. He more than deserves it. He's more than earned it. I hate the deserves. Earned is the word. He more than earned it. But I'm with you, Will. It's it's War Daddy. It's War Daddy all day. He's just getting started with this belt. We ain't even seen War Daddy and Miro yet. And if you're not going to give us Miro versus Orange Cassidy on this card like they should have, wait and just give me War Daddy and Miro. Sign me up. So War Daddy has got to retain. But God, guys, I'm excited. I'm excited. Keith, what you got? This was this was the hardest one for me to uh, predict. Like, yeah, I don't. I actually don't even have something written down for this one. Um, this is coming, coming right off the fly here. Um, hundred percent with what TK said. It's, it's, uh, it's one of, one of two people. Joe's not going to win it and that's fine. He doesn't need to. Um, he's already got his belt. I think he needs to be, I feel, I think he needs to be the former ring of honor champion who beats the shit out of Jericho and takes that off of him. That's a different thing for a different day. Um, so it's not going to be Joe. I wouldn't be mad with, Wardlow retaining or with powerhouse winning it's I think Wardlow's going to retain um again hard overhead uh in my head I think the logical idea you keep Wardlow retaining Wardlow retains let him keep you know burning his path running running wild my heart wants it to be powerhouse though because I feel like you let powerhouse take that Wardlow's then without a belt he goes berserk and then if MJF's winning that title come on there's already the story there. They fucking hate each other. All that from before. That shit doesn't just go away. Yeah. And then you have Wardlow having you. You get it. You get a contender for MJF, which when he you know he can retain over Wardlow, make him look like more of a stud because he retains over Wardlow by however it is. But then it also you get Wardlow in that world title picture because he's a big bad boy who kind of should be. He's a beast that's around enough. You know, he's 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 like Lance Archer as a monster, but like he's around more than Lance Archer never is. So, but that's again, oh. that's heart head says we're those retaining. That's that for sure. For sure. De Niro, what you got, man? Um, I'm, I'm excited for this matchup, but I don't think Samojo needed to be in this matchup. I really did like the fact that we were going to get powerhouse Hobbs versus Wardlow, which I thought was a homegrown dream match for AEW. Um, the addition of Samojo just tells me that Wardlow is going to lose this matchup, but he's not going to get pinned. So I think that Smojo being in this matchup means that Powerhouse is going to walk away as the TNT champion by pinning Samoa Joe. This way, Wardlow strong, Powerhouse gets a title. But I, I think that the prospect of Wardlow versus Powerhouse one-on-one for the title would have been a lot more interesting. And that's coming from a Samoa Joe fan. Like, I fucking love Samoa Joe. But still, I just don't think he was needed for this matchup. But now that he's in it, I just see Powerhouse winning. That's intriguing. But then we can still get that Wardlow and Powerhouse Hobbs one-on-one match down the road. But yeah, I was with you. I got I got really excited when I thought they were going to go one-on-one. I'm down with the triple threat. You're right. And I think I said it too. Joe's taking the pin or taking the submission. He's taking the pin. He ain't tapping. He's taking the pin no matter how we're going to fucking cut this cookie. So uh, I'm with you there. Justin, what you got, man? 
So I'm gonna start off by saying, hands down, this match is gonna fucking slap, incredibly like slap. Like yeah, yeah. When you sent the when you sent the the spreadsheet over to try to like get with the picks, I was like, you know, you either go Wardlow retaining or powerhouse Hobbs because I was leaning towards Hobbs because damn, it's about time that guy holds a fucking championship. Yeah. But like. I think Ward, I, I went with Wardlow in the end because I think this is kind of like a refresh for Wardlow. They had all that momentum attached to Wardlow, and then he just fucking cooled down like astronomically. And now it's time to get that back up again. Fire that freaking whole entire thing back up again. This is a way for him to do that. Run through Joe, run through Hobbs, like it's going to be a insane match and i think it's time we start getting wardlow back to that absolute animal that he was before like his run just felt like it got cooled down so much so that's why i go wardlow retaining i love it and i love a couple of uh things that you guys said first Keith, i do want this wardlow mjf feud down the road I don't think we need it right away, though. I, th- I think that Wardlow will be the guy to take the belts off of MJF, though. I've said this, like, it's been, like, two years that I've, like, set, like sh- said this progression of who's going to take the belt. I didn't include CM Punk in there, though. I thought MJF should be the one to take it off Hangman, and then Wardlow takes it off MJF. The CM Punk thing kind of just happened out of nowhere. But fuck him. He's not fucking here, dude. Anyways, <laughs> this match is going to absolutely fucking bang, and I am more than excited for it. But... Let's go to another match that's going to fucking bang. And I'm up. I'm on the clock. I don't do this match. I'll make my pick. ROH World Championship match. Chris Jericho, Brian Danielson, Sammy Guevara, Claudio Castanoli. Damn, this tag team match on Dynamite got 25 minutes with entrances in the match itself. Claudio got the win, holding a plastic bat over his arms while making Jericho tap in the sharpshooter. I love watching Jericho tap. I, I, I love all four of these guys. You know, you guys know how I feel about Sammy Guevara. There's a lot of hatred out there for the man. He is so uber fucking talented. The crowd might be done on him right now, but they'll turn around eventually. The moves that he was putting on in this match had me fucking just marking out like crazy. I kept telling my wife, she's like, fuck him. He's a jizz. And I'm like, dude, he is so goddamn good. Look at him. But, um, you know, she hates him. She hates Ty. Ty's my number one lady in the fucking wrestling industry. So, of course, naturally, she hates Ty. So, with it comes the hatred of Sammy. But, damn, Sammy was fucking throwing down. Sammy threw down in that match with Brian, the two out three falls match. Sammy threw down in that match with Brian a couple of weeks ago. Sammy can do the damn thing. I'm pumped for this match. But there's only one winner in this match. I don't see any other winner. And especially with the... AEW does it differently, though. AEW ain't like WWE. AEW very often has the person who's going to win the match have the advantage on the go-home show. Very opposite to what WWE, what we're, we're accustomed to with them. But it's Jericho. It's 110% Jericho. We ain't done seeing the Chris Jericho versus former ROH champions. And quite frankly, I'm not done seeing. Sorry, Justin Ritter, everyone else who hates him. I'm not done seeing the Chris Jericho versus former or former ROH champions because you have so many different people who could come in for great matches, and I'm down with that. So Jericho's my choice. Keith, who you got? It's the Ocho, baby. <clears throat> I, uh, I, I've I've cooled off on Jericho a little bit as time has gone on. I love the guy though. I I mean he was he was one of the he was like one of the first wrestlers like with me growing up that like when I was still like a total like Mark little kid. And was like, no, bad guys are bad. And then he's good, but now he's bad. I just, I love Jericho straight through. Whatever he was at any point in time, from watching him in WCW, being like a little crybaby about stuff and everything, I was just like, he's fucking cool with his weird hair thing he had. I loved him. So, 
that aside, it's going to be him because of everything TK said. There's still so much story to be told with him taking on former Ring of Honor champions, especially with the uh, the Cole Cabana match and like him, the fact that he's kind of like hitting on just like I don't even mean just like former like Ring of Honor World Heavyweight champions, like just Ring of Honor World champions. So if he's going to get into that, like cool, let's bring even if he's going to stay in that, let's bring the Bris- let's bring Jay Briscoe in. All right, like let's get those two fucking slapping each other around. I mentioned it in the last match. Let's get Samoa Joe against them. Um, you know, I, I don't know what the contract situation with all the other different kind of stuff is or how open anybody else would be to it, but like fucking Cody could come back and do it. That ain't gonna happen. AJ Styles, that's not gonna happen either. But still, you know, Nick, there's so many options. Nick fucking... Aldison, no, he never held that belt, right? Yeah. No, no? I don't think so. No. no, but Nigel McGuinness got released. I don't know if he's yeah. cleared, but if Soraya was, maybe Nigel could be. I'd be loving. I'd love to see that. Uh, you know, the list. There's a huge list. Adam Cole, dude. Adam Cole's coming back soon. That's a match. That's a thing. Jericho's got to retain it. We were talking about uh, the finger poke earlier on. I think there's a chance it comes into play here. He already Jericho mentioned it in a promo, and Sammy was kind of like, hmm, I don't know what you mean, uh, but <laughs> you know. I think I think it come in, I think it could come in here. It can be uh, though. I think there'll be there will be something in it where there's a moment where it's just the two of them. You know, Claudio and Brian are outside of the ring, whatever, and he's gonna be like, "Sammy, you know, do the thing." And Sammy's gonna they're not gonna, and they'll go back and forth a little bit. But then the other two will come back in, blah blah blah, and then yeah, maybe Sammy comes to his senses and we get a poof, finger poke, foot on the chest, one two three, Jericho retains. Oh. But I don't. However, it happens is irrelevant. Jericho's going to retain. People would shit on Sammy so hard, dude. Like his they are already. I will. Everyone hates him already. I know. That exactly. Would just add I mean, to it. Ugh. De Niro, what you got, man? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go with Jericho as well. I don't think Jericho drops this title until they're on TV because I, I still think that the whole reason why he's holding the Ring of Honor title is when they do eventually launch Ring of Honor, you have a star yes. carrying that show. So I think that Jericho will still be champion past this matchup. And I do hope that they continue doing the Ring of Honor, former Ring of Honor champions, because there's so many matches. Like Keith was just naming some. Um, some that I want to see is bringing Eddie Edwards, bringing Davey Richards. Oh. Like well, these mm-hmm. matches would be phenomenal, right? So I think that there's still some miles on Chris Jericho as the Ring of Honor champion. So I don't want to see it get cut short yet. The soonest I could see again cut short is maybe final battle. You have him lose the title at final battle, but once again, I don't think he drops that title until they're on TV because the whole point of him holding that title is to bring prestige to that show and make people want to tune in, you know? <laughs> this pay-per-view should be 30 bucks. I won't get the comments <laughs> in a minute, too. That's really funny, though. I mean, I'm not mad at that. It should be. <laughs> yeah, no, for, for sure. For sure. They all should be 30. 50 bucks is fucking crazy. Real hard yeah. to throw out. Yeah, Kirby, we said it earlier while we were talking. AEW got way, way too many damn titles with ROH. The guy I think is going to take the ROH title who's not even here yet is Kyle O'Reilly. No one mentions his mm-hmm. name. He was getting pushed like a motherfucking maniac before his uh, injury. So but he's got a neck thing. So it could be six months. I'd Justin, who you got, man? So I think I'm going to be different here. I'm going Danielson. I got Danielson because I see like some kind of weird, like Jericho and Guevara getting at each other's throat at some point. Like Sammy's going to try to steal the pin from Jericho and then Jericho's going to try to do it. And they're going to start like getting at each other's throats. And that's what's going to, like, screw Jericho over. Because I th- with this right here, this is your chance to 
you know, like you know, I'm not the craziest fan of Chris Jericho. Guy is no. Guy's not done you. Guy's done what he needs to do in AEW. I don't know why he's still here. He only has the ROH title to give him another run. This is not to fucking promote ROH. He's just here because Chris Jericho at this point, like this is your, this is the match here that you can get the title off of him and he doesn't have to eat the pin. I think Guevara is going to eat the pin. Danielson's going to make either tap him out or pin him. I just, I, I, Claudio, after getting the advantage, you know, it's that whole, you get the advantage on the show beforehand, you ain't winning at the pay-per-view. Clearly, that's Claudio right there. He's not winning this match. Like, Sammy, no way Sammy's winning the fucking title. It would be <laughs> shocking as hell if Sammy won the title, because, again, I think the kid's an utter douche, but, my God, is he fantastic when he's in the ring. Holy shit, I'll give Thank him that. You. Talk. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Give that man his props. Yeah, De Niro tailed the douche for sure. Give that man his mama props. <laughs> yeah, I, I just see, I can see this is the opportunity to put the title on Danielson. I don't think you need to do it with Jericho. Jericho, again, like I guess that does not need to be on TV anymore. This is your way to switch the title without Jericho eating a pin, and Sammy is right there to be that punching bag and eat the pin. So I say you give it to Danielson, and again, that's another big name. That if you are going to ever promote ROH, Fact. you lead the fucking you lead the charge with Brian Danielson. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, but but listen, man, Danielson wasn't on the Mask Singer. You know, <laughs> I don't motherfuckers know. watch that. Like I, 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 I listen. I'm with you. I don't give a shit about it either. I I watched. I tried to watch like one season. I was like, this is the dumbest shit ever. Just take the masks off. That's all I care about. I don't want to hear them talking all this bullshit. But like. Like my my like my my sister in law who my my wife uh, my my brother in law is all about it. My wife she tolerates the fact that I love watching wrestling. My sister in law like I remember like when my nephew started like got he like checked out like when he could first start to read he checked out like one of these like WWE like history reader things about John Cena and she's like I don't I don't know what to do. It's like yeah I'm sorry like she doesn't care but she like texted me and was just like is this Chris Jericho on here? And I was like, yeah, no, it totally is. And then when it was real, she's like, I can't believe this. Like he's yeah. as I, I, I get where you're coming from, Justin. I know you hate him and that's fine, but he's, he is, he's crossover. Like, especially with that. Now there's no way he's losing that belt before they get to TV because his name, if they see that name on TV, someone will be like, Oh, he was on the mass singer. Well, let me see what this is. And then you at least <laughs> pop that first re- rate that first week of rating you pop it because there's people that go on there that are just like, oh, I know that name because he wore a pink bride monster thing or whatever and sang weird songs. He sang weird songs for him, but, <laughs> you know, fucking smash mouth, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you got, bro? <laughs> I'm going to jump on the, the Brian Danielson bandwagon. Uh, I have a couple reasons why. One, I think that although Jericho, it would be the figurehead to build your promotion off of, he did re-sign his extension, which made him a production and creative consultant for live AEW, which means he needs to be there for live AEW. When Ring of Honor starts their show, which they eventually will, Chris Jericho will be with AEW, not Ring of Honor. Mm -hmm. So he's that figurehead until... They get there and then they can put it on somebody like Danielson and it not be it's not a Chris Jericho. But in the wrestling world, he's just as big in a lot of ways. He's not the crossover star, but he's still big. 
you know, he's, he's a big name in the business, but my biggest question for that is, is he going to be a big enough figurehead to build the entire promotion off of? And I think with enough free agents coming in, he's the, the lily pad and the starting point for that. Use Chris Jericho as your ramp. Daniel Bryan is your first champion on TV. And then whoever comes after that, after final battle, when the streaming services launch is where the stories start. I'm, I'm with you guys, Will and Justin and a Brian Danielson Samoa Joe match can go a long fucking way, dude. Want to hear like a quick little fun fact? This is just because I'm a big Ring of Honor like nerd, so this is going to be really geeky. But Brian Danielson already. been in two other four ways for the Ring of Honor World Champion, and both of them had Claudio in the matchup. No shit, dude. Damn. How fitting? How fucking fitting? Wow. Crazy, right? It's probably not by accident that they're having this match then. <laughs> he's like i have to have claudio in it shit shit <laughs> and then i really like what you said too about sammy guevara taking the pin or eating a fucking submission too and that way jericho doesn't eat it jericho and sammy yo that's a good little fucking feud right there they they faked it they teased it when mjf was in the inner circle at the time right with the inner circle yeah and uh, they tease it then, but I think Jericho and Sammy could have a nice little few no belt needed for that as well. But let's keep going. AEW Women's Championship match. Nah, fuck interim. Fuck the stupid name, dude. It's bullshit. Thunder Rosa's been gone for fucking over four months now. It's insane to me, dude. Insane. My boy, Bakley, always be saying 30 days, 30 days most. 30 days most with the interim tag. Come fucking on. Interim. Fucking Fuck. And Tony's done a nice job with Spell. She's on a five-match winning streak. Um, I think she's won matches before that. Her lose, her loss was in a tag match. She, you know, I think Tony's like I was really not gung ho on Tony when she first showed up in AEW. I thought she was very boring. She lost whatever she had me attracted to in. And I'm talking physically, but in the ring. No, not her assets, but like she lost her assets. Well, she ain't fucking. She just wasn't doing it for me, fucking in AEW like she did for me in NXT. But since she won the title, she's got an extra layer to her i think she her facial expressions are better she's more serious in the ring she's more physical in the ring and she's been very good but you got tony storm and jamie hater jamie hater is going to be the face in this match jamie hater is so fucking over there's no way this crowd isn't going to be fucking going rock like we talk about mjf and mox you know who's going to be the face it's going to be the same thing here who do you guys got key this on you so just to get it out of the way here first, put a put a one in chat if you would let either one of these two do that hip attack on you in the corner. I'll throw my one. Put up. my one right now. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> um, all five is fine. Now that we can get that the horniness <laughs> out of the way with it, uh, it's Tony. Tony's going to retain. There's more. This was a tough one too because I think I, I part of me wants to believe Tony learned his lesson. Tony Khan, that is, learned his lesson with. When someone's over, strike while the iron's hot with going back to that first acclaimed uh, Swerve in Our Glory match when the crowd blew the fuck up for the acclaimed, almost winning, almost winning, almost winning, and they didn't win. So that was whatever. I feel like maybe he might have learned his lesson, so he might let Hater win this one because the crowd wants it to happen. I personally feel like Tony's got to retain because there's more stories to come out of that. I think if Hater, if, if Tony retains especially if it's something where Brit gets involved in some way and costs Hater for it, and then we can finally get Hater and Brit feuding to have a, a really solid women's feud that doesn't need to have a title. That would be awesome. Uh, let Tony hold it until Thunder comes back so that they can have this you know, unification match, which 
Oh, let my blood pressure slow from that one. I'm so I don't the biggest I'm going to put put it this as quick and quick as I can. The biggest misstep to me that AEW has ever done with anything is the fucking interim champions and the fact that every time there needs to be a new number one contender, it's a fucking tournament. I love a tournament in wrestling. I can't wait for King of the Ring to come back if that's actually happening. I love a tournament in wrestling. AEW does way too many tournaments. If you're going to have a whole wrestling system that has rankings and wins and losses matter, that's how you make your fucking number one contender. You don't have to have a tournament. Yeah. Anyway, Tony Storm retains uh, so she can have the unification match with Thunder whenever the hell that's supposed to happen. And Hater uh, loses because of something Britt does, whether it's she actually hits Hater or if she, you know, gets caught doing something to Tony. So it's disqualification. And then her and Hater go and feud, her and Britt. Yeah, man. I dig it. De Niro, what you got, man? I'm a big Tony Storm fan, but I actually think that Jamie Hater is going to take this one. I think that you have Jamie Hader win, and this is what leads to either Jamie Hader staying a heel and feuding with a babyface Britt Baker, who later on in the night earns Soraya's respect, or this leads to a babyface Jamie Hader feuding with a heel Britt Baker, where Britt Baker still loses to Soraya, but it's like, you know what? Like, at least my girl got the title handed over. You're in my group. The only reason why you're here is to protect me. So hand me over the title. Jamie Hader's gonna be like, fuck that shit. Feud right there, you know? But I think that there's more legs for Jamie Hader as champion than Tony Storm continuing this title reign. And I'm a big Tony Storm fan. I like what she's doing with the title. But once again, I think there will be better stories told if Jamie Hader wins the title. Oof, man, I dig it. I'm torn. I'm torn. I'm glad I got two guys to make my pick. Justin, what you got, bro? <laughs> I, I I've been pretty locked in on this. I think Jamie Hader takes it again. Crowd is so into her right now. Got to strike while the iron's hot here. I do think that it is going to lead. This is this is kind of your chance to to restart that whole her turning on her leaving Brit because she does not need to be stuck with Brit anymore. She is that goddamn good. She don't need to be hanging around Brit Baker anymore. She, I think this is the catalyst that starts it all. You have Jamie take that title and Britt just starts getting jealous. Like, damn it, I held that title. Why am? Why are you holding that? And it's just like, remember, I'm your best friend. You shouldn't even have to freaking question this entire thing. It just keeps eating at Britt the entire time until yeah. she finally turns her back on Jamie. And again, that crowd right now, with Jamie being so over for them, they ain't going to cheer Brett. They'll cheer Jamie the entire time. Like you go with, this is, this is the way you start it here. I just can't see it. They, they, they do. They started the whole wanting to tell the story without the title, but I feel like they wanted to put the title in there to tell the story. And I feel like that's where we're going. So I, I say you give it to Jamie because I think it's time for her to not have to just trail behind Britt Baker all the time. You had me so locked in with her finally starting to do it the first time, and then she just went right back to it, and they did the same thing with Daniel Garcia. Like, when they did that, I was just out of it. Now it's time to actually start telling the story again, and let's do it the right way here and not just fucking screw it all up right off the bat again. Yeah. Damn, damn. Preach, brother. Yeah, both of you guys. Damn, that was good shit. Well, I'm curious to see what you got to say, man. Who you got? 
I'm going with Tony Storm for the exact same reasons as Justin, but for a totally different reason. Um, I think that Tony Storm retains the interim title so that way she can have it out with Thunder Rosa because I think that she was supposed to be the one to take it off Rosa, and then Hamey, Jamie Hayter will be the one to take it off Tony Storm. But a lot like the trios title, you know, Thunder Rosa got hurt. Tony Storm picked up the interim title. They've got to kind of drag their feet with the original stories they have with this interim bullshit. Um, I'm also on the 30 day rule. There's a whole lot of reasons why in the territories, if you couldn't defend a title, whether injury or not for more than 30 days, you relinquish the title. There was no interim bullshit, nothing like that. You get 30 days. And if you can't defend it, give the belt up. When you come back, you get a shot at it. No question, but don't hold it for more than 30 days without defending it. No, it's awful. And, you know, I, I hate to be I hate to be the person who says this, but what's to say Thunder Rose is even hurt? There's no fucking actual element that she's out there fucking being hurt. I know dirt sheets, fuck the dirt sheets. We all say fuck the sheets. But the sheets reported that she had fucking beef with Britain Hater. So, like, it's very possible that she just isn't around because she had beef and Tony didn't know what to do with the belt. And the whole her whole fucking run with the belt was awful because Tony booked it like shit. Tony doesn't know how to book face champions. But, again, we're not here for fucking that, dude. My heart wants jamie hater so badly when i hear her music and watch her power walk to the ring i get so excited dude and it's not just me obviously it's the thousands and thousands of fucking people around the fucking nation and internationally i'm sure who watch it and are like let's fucking go jamie and again i just hyped tony when i was introducing the match tony's gonna win this match because i gotta finish the bullshit with her and fucking rosa that bullshit stupid fuck team that they had which was stupid it's thunderstorm i hated thunderstorm dude dumb name dumb fucking team all right you guys are right the stories keith you got the story with tony and thunder and that's it and that's where i'm with you and i feel like they need to finish it Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day you two are right veneer and justin that there are more legs with jamie hater winning that belt because you got hater and Britt. And you got hater with whoever else is going to fucking come and feud with her, which is more interesting than anything Tony's done. Again, I like what Tony's done. She's been a good wrestler. She's had good matches. Her and Sheeta, her after she she's already wrestled Britt, she's gonna wrestle Hater. After Tony beats fucking Thunder Rosa, who's there for Tony? There's nobody. So I think there's more interesting stories with Jamie because Jamie can go and do this. A great comment in the chat here. By Kervin, he said Jamie Hader was the right person to beat Jade. Maybe she still is the right person to beat Jade, and that story needs to be told down the road. But that crowd, how do you cool that crowd off? Like Tony saw TK saw the crowd in Chicago and how they went for the acclaimed. And instantly he put a tag title match two weeks later. I don't think that was planned. I think he just did it because he saw how the crowd fucking went for them. And I think it's I think Tony's gonna win. But at the end of the day, I think fucking the right move is putting the belt on Jamie Hayter. I don't know that he pulls that trigger, but I think the right move is putting the belts on her. He, Bakley says he's a big <clears throat> Jamie Hayter fan, but does Hayter Britt need the belt? My man, and, thank you. No, no, I, I don't think it does. I think they could feud without the belt. Tony and Thunder could do their thing. Tony could beat Thunder, and then eventually Jamie Hayter can beat Britt, and then Hayter can go and take the belt then. But that's six months down the road. Don't. Maybe people cool on her. Maybe they're not as fucking keen on her as they are right now. I don't know. That's a great question. We'll see how Tony Khan books this match. But just brought up the tag title match. The match in Chicago was hot as fuck. Their next match was fucking uh, at, damn, I can't remember the name. Grand Slam was fucking hot as fuck. And now we got the third match. Third match in the trilogy. The acclaimed 
Swerve in Our Glory, AEW Tag Team Championship. De Niro, who you got? I got the acclaimed. I don't think Swerve in, uh, Swerve in Our Glory is going to last too long as it's ch- yeah, as a tag. Sorry, I just had a whole coughing attack here. They're not going to last too long as a tag. <laughs> it's clear that Swerve is going to be the heel, and you got Keith Lee, who's going to break off as the baby face, and they're going to go singles. But the acclaimed right now is just so hot. They're so popular. Everybody loves the acclaimed. That's just not a tagline. It's fucking true. You see it on TV. Everybody loves them. Everyone's doing the scissor and shit, right? <laughs> Everyone loves daddy ass. So, you know, the iron is hot, and they already struck with it, so you just keep it hot. You know what I mean? Keep throwing gasoline to that fire because the acclaims going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. So, claims retains here. And then I think this is where we see a definite split between Sword and Glory and not just it being teased every single time. I think that we have either Keith Lee just walk out because like he's sick of dealing with uh, Swerve or we just see Swerve just attack Keith. And that's the feud going forward. Love it. Love it. Justin, who you got, bro? Yeah, I, I started to throw around the thought of what if Swerve and our glory did win the titles back? I just wouldn't have that. I feel like that would leave like a pretty sour taste in my mouth for that kind of thing. Like mm. you, you finally struck on the, on the acclaimed and then you just take it away from him like that. Like, wouldn't come off very well. Like, plus they're start. They're finally going back to telling the whole thing of you know Swerve and Keith having kind of issues there. Like Keith doesn't want to roll down the same way that Swerve was going, but you know Swerve's like, "Come on, we're supposed to be doing this together as a team," kind of thing. Like any freaking any means necessary kind of thing. Keith's like, "I don't want to roll that way with you." Like if we're gonna be doing this kind of shit, like. It's just, I, I think you keep it on the acclaimed. Yes, it's probably going to lead to an FTR match, but an acclaimed FTR match is going to be fucking dope anyway. So you finally start breaking. You finally pull the trigger on this Swerve in Our Glory breakup. Let the acclaimed do their thing, and you go from there. Dig it, dig it. I'm with you guys. Well, what about you, man? I think the acclaimed wins the rubber match here. Uh, TK said today in the media call that he decided at the all-out scrum that this was going to be a trios of matches. When he saw how big and over the acclaimed was when they lost to Swerve and then they won the titles, he had already. He said that night he decided there would be three matches between these guys just because he saw how over they were with the crowd. Um, I could see it going both ways. This could be a 50-50 booking kind of situation where it could go either way and it would make sense. Put the belts back on, Swerve in our glory – two established stars that could be great or keep it on the acclaimed who are right now are the biggest tag team in their company. It's a, it's a win-win when your biggest worry is who you have four stars to put belts on. You know what I mean? Like you can't go wrong with that, but I think the acclaimed are the bigger tag team right now. I agree that acclaimed FTR inevitably would be a fantastic banger of a match. Um, And I think Swerve and our glory need to split. So that way we can see those two guys go at it. Yeah, I'm, I'm with literally everything you guys said. I won't be long-winded with this one. The Acclaimed has to win. They're not going to lose. That Swerving our glory, like everything De Niro said, these guys are going to break up. Keith Lee, to me, isn't a heel. Bearcat Keith Lee is fucking stupid. Keith Lee teaming with Swerve and the ass boy is on, uh, opposite FTR and fucking... Uh, who the fuck they team with? I, I can't remember at this point. But that was fucking stupid. They're not the acclaimed. We're in this fucking talking about the acclaimed. I'm an idiot. My bad. But fucking FTR and the acclaimed versus fucking swerving our glory. And the ass boys are stupid. Keith Lee just isn't a heel to me. 
So I'm with you guys. He claimed with this match, they definitely break up. Keith Lee should be in this match with Hobbs, Wardlow, and Joe. Like he should be wrestling individual matches. They shouldn't even be in this tag team at this point. They should have never. It, Ricky Hobbs and, and or Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs should have never broken up. They should be the ones who won the tag team belts and be in this feud with the acclaimed and swerving their glory. Should already be individual stars doing their own thing. So I am more than excited about swerving their glory going their own separate ways. It's the acclaimed. It's the acclaimed all fucking day. And I look forward to them in the FTR down the road for sure. Keith, who do you got, man? Yeah, I'm not going to be long on this either because I got the same exact thing everybody else said. <clears throat> it's got to be the acclaimed. They're still super over. They were over. They are over. They will be over. Um, everyone's scissoring. Uh, as a Phillies fan, that was awesome watching them in the fucking World Series. The dudes in the friggin' dugout went after it. It was great. Um, you know, uh, it's going to be – it's them. It's got to be them. There's so much more going on. Keith, Keith and Swear are going to break up. Um you see it you see it in their matches like they're supposed to be like a heelish team and like there's some tendencies with it or whatever and way way more swerve than anything but like keith lee still comes out and does the for is like he's a face let him be a face let them split let them feud acclaim remains scissor me daddy ass scissor me daddy ass ah. all right all right let's move on this match i'm not gonna lie guys i don't give a flying Fuck about this match, about this feud. I'm so over it. It could have ended months ago. <laughs> I just don't care. It's Steel Cage match, Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus. I believe Justin, you're up, right? I think, yeah, Justin, you're up, brother. Who do you got in this match? Yeah, I'm with you. This this feud I could give a shit about. Like, it's just it. the whole Luchasaurus turning and then turning again thing. He's like, let me be fucking dinosaur big show. Why don't I just turn nine million times? Like, <laughs> good lord! Like, this whole thing has been so repetitive too. It's just Christian coming out and hey, do you know your dad's dead? Hey, do you know your dad's dead? Like, so fucking sick of it, stop! Dude. Like, good lord, this feud has just absolutely hit rock bottom. It's done. It, it needs to be over with. And the bad thing is, I don't think it ends here. Because Jungle Boy still would have to face Christian. And that makes it worse. That's what makes it worse. It's just like, I I just see Jungle Boy winning this. And we just move on to fucking finally getting Christian in the ring again. So Jungle Boy can shut him up. And then we finally put an end to this nonsense. Like, it's just, this needs to come to an end. Because I think there's just no, any other redeeming qualities left of this feud anymore. It's just absolutely crashed and burned right now. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Will, who do you got in this match, man? I'm going to go with Jungle Boy. Uh, The cage match to me is the way for TK to throw a gimmick into this. Um, He always has that one big barn burner of a match, and I feel like it's either going to be this one or the other tag team match that you guys are going to get to here in a second. Um, but I feel like giving it to Jungle Boy here is going to be a way that hopefully he decides to give a push to Jack Perry that is long overdue when it comes to somebody that was an indie darling before AEW became AEW. This was one of those guys. Um, he's the perfect example of somebody that should be in the TNT picture or the all Atlantic picture. So get him as far away from this dinosaur idiot and Christian Cage <laughs> to make him a bona fide star. Love it, bro. Love it. And well, 
as I said when you came on, I know you have to do your show tonight. I'm so greatly appreciative of you tuning in, or not tuning in, of you coming on with us before you go and do your thing. Before you go, Darby Allen and Sting versus Jay Lethal. Who you got? Make Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett. Who you got? Uh, I'm going to go with Darby and Sting. Okay, and the AEW TBS Championship, Jade Cargill versus Nyla Rose. Who you got? Jade Cargill continues to go undefeated. It makes sense. It makes sense. But, bro, I'm so happy that you were able to come on here. Greatly, greatly appreciate you. Where can the people find you? You can find me anywhere you do anything on the internet at BotchPods and ShareShots, BotchPodsandShareShots.com, or at the Will Gray. The The other half of my show is my co-host extraordinaire, Just a Girl 918. She's the boss bitch, Miss Allison Siegel. We are part of the Smack Draw podcast network where you do anything on the internet. <laughs> Yo, love you, bro. So glad you, t- you came on. Thank you so much. Allison, love you. And Smack It Raw, all of them. You can actually find Kai Tai over on... World Elite right now doing the thing with them. Like I said, I wish we all could have just merged together. But it is what it is. Will, have a great fucking show tonight. Enjoy full gear. Thanks for coming on, bro. Thanks, gentlemen. Appreciate it. Tim, as always, thanks for having me on, brother. Yeah, you're welcome, man. Talk to you soon, bro. See you, sir. Yep. All right. So I believe it's back to me. I don't really give a fuck. It's Jungle Boy. I love both of these guys. I'll, oh, oh, oh. And I'm a Luchasaurus, Luchasaurus guy, too. Love them. I don't care anymore. When I thought we were going to get like an actual match between Luchasaurus and Wardlow, I like fucking got hard, but we ain't fucking get to do no bullshit. He got all in championship. Fuck that shit. Jungle Boy showed up. Jungle Boy wins this match. And God damn, I hope this dude doesn't fucking continue, Justin. Fuck, but it probably will. Keith. He took took the words right out of my mouth, man. I You couldn't have. At, when, they, when this all first started popping off, I was like, yeah, this is going to be a good story. Like, this is great, you know. And then, like Justin said, it just became Christian Craig just being like, hey, your dad's dead and your mom wants to bang me. It's like, okay, all right, cool. Um, I don't get it. And then, like, it was it was also, like, it, it's. I just feel like it's been this thing of, like, it's been, like, waves of intensity. Sometimes it's, like, they're going to – they're both ready to rip each other's friggin' ears off of their tits and shit. And then the next week, it's just, like, neither one of them are on. Like, no one's on. There's no talk about it. It's just, like, yeah, they, they're a thing. All right. Anyway, here's fucking Orange Cassidy now. Like, there, you know, like, there's no – there's no consistency to it. Um, I actually kind of forgot that it was a cage match at first. Um but it'll be Jungle Boy because it's a cage match. He's smaller. He can climb the cage faster, and he'll win. I don't – whatever. If it's over, great. If it's not, I really don't care either. I just – whatever. Just this is stupid. No. I don't, Yo, it. big time over it. Like we talked about earlier. Yeah. There's no reason that this match couldn't be on a, the fucking Dynamite after this and fucking Ethan Page or Ricky Starks. I mean, yo, again, Jungle Boy is a fucking pillar, all right? Mm-hmm. He is a fucking pillar. He should be on this show. But then, like, fuck the fucking have him in the number one contender tournament against Ricky Starks or Ethan Page or something. Like, fuck, this has been. And yes, I'd never want to hear Christian say his dad's dead again. The first time, cool, shock factor. The second time, okay, bro, bro, it's been like five times. Stop Every it. time, we know. Okay, I watched Beverly Hills nine hundred two one zero. Exactly. Right? I watched <laughs> Riverdale. All right, I was hurt. We know he's dead. Okay, fucking enough, dude. Enough. Fuck this match. Anyway. It's the the saddest part of it is you you just mentioned his theme song. That that is that is Jungle Boy by or uh Tarzan Boy by yes. Baltimore. Yeah. That's one of literally I can go get my wife right now and she would say that's like one of my favorite songs like of all time. When that first the first time that popped off on the show, I was like, Oh my god, these are my favorite fucking tag team ever now. Ever. Just being able to hear that every week. Oh, it's great. 
and I'm at a point now where I don't give a fuck about either one of them anymore. It's sad. I, like Jungle Boy is still really great. I would love to see this just end and have him go for a push and I don't know, go after the All Atlantic or the TNT title again if that goes to some smaller guys off of the Beef Men. But until something like that happens, I don't really care. Luchasaurus, I've I've got I've gone so cold on. He was another one like when I when the when AEW first popped up, I was like, this is cool. He's like a big man, but like he's kind of quick, but like he's not like a beefy man. He's just a tall dude who's also kind of quick, like Kane, but fast. And I'm into that. And now he's just like, I'm a dinosaur. And Yo, sometimes my mask is black because I'm mad. Like four and he's like, he was their big guy for a while. Like, that's <laughs> so fucking nuts. Like, he was their big guy. And that's cool. He was, I love, again, I love Luchasaurus. But it is what it is with this match. We all feel the yeah. exact same way about it for sure. Let's get on to this match. A match that I was all for, again, until I found out that this match cucked fucking Ethan Page and fucking Ricky Starks. Why is this match cucking fucking Ethan Page and Ricky Starks? I'm all for fucking Dar- I love Darby. Fucking another one, like a character who like someone like my wife absolutely loves. She sees it. She watched that body bag video and she's like, oh, God, he's the best. I'm like, really? But fuck, whatever, dude. I guess the casuals love him. The casuals love him. But I love Sting. Everyone loves Sting. I love that Sting and Jeff Jarrett have had beef for fucking 20 years, legitimately going back to WCW, longer than 20 years, going back to WCW. They had that fucking incredible feuds through the years in TNA Impact. So I, I, I'm i for this match. I, I get it. Get Sting on the card. Get I, Double J's in great shape still. But it came at the expense of Ricky and Ethan, and I'm not fucking happy about it. But I can't let that get in my way. I can't let that get me jaded. Sting and Darby win. Sting hasn't got a loss in any dub, right? He's still undefeated. Like they're Sting ain't losing. This match should be fun. Does he? He hasn't take. He hasn't taken a pin, but oh. he he was on the losing side of a a tag match. Somebody else got pinned, but he has not been pinned. Interesting. I see. I thought he was undefeated, which rather beat House of Black, which still fucking pisses me off. But this is cool. Um, it the match will be fun. I'm upset because. Ricky and Ethan on the card is I've said 122 times today, but this match itself will be a good time. Darby and Sting get the win, and I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. They'll probably fight for like 18 minutes all over the arena, and I think it'll be a good time. Keith? Um, I'm a little bit in the opposite boat here with, with you here all around. I kind of couldn't give less of a fuck about this one either. <laughs> I like... Uh, Jarrett to me is like the most carny motherfucker that has ever existed in wrestling. Like the guy has found a way to talk himself into like literally almost every single like major name promotion in the last history of mm-hmm. wrestling. I, I don't even, maybe not ECW. I don't even remember though. Maybe he might've had like a match in ECW that I don't remember, but I don't think he did. But like just the guy just finds this way to keep like just sneaking everywhere in like, you know, had was like blacklisted from WWE for how fucking long, then got a Hall of Fame shot, then came back to have a backstage job and ref a match on a pay-per-view and then was like, hey, W now. Like, Jesus. And don't Christ. forget about working the Ric Flair match fucking in between all right. that shit, exactly. dude. The only the the brightest spot I, I said this when when he came back on the episode of Dynamite, I tweeted it out. Uh my my only highlight with him being in AEW right now is that I'm hoping it leads to Effie showing up in AEW so they can finish their mm-hmm. feud. Oh, oh, I fucking love Effie. If you want if we're gonna get into intergender with the two, yes, bring Bussy in. All of it. I'm all of it. All of it. All of it. I am I am pre-ordering the wrestling is gay fan to get somewhere back here. Because I fucking love Effie. He doesn't get enough love. He's the fucking best. Anyway, 
That's I the thought, only I thing thought, I want I out of Jeff Ellie Jarrett. All out, dude. It was fucking awesome. She was grabbing a beer. I was grabbing a beer. I wasn't like that creepy fan. I ran up to her. I was like, "Yo, bossy, bossy, bossy." She like <laughs> raised it up. She had two uh, white claws in her hands. I had two drinks in my hands. Love Salute. it. Salute. It was fucking dope. And then I took a picture of Grindel Loco right after because I did make him take a picture of me. I'm not gonna go up to Alex. <laughs> and be like, still hard oh, Let's go. Yeah, right. I'm gonna be like that guy to be like, "Hey, can you take a picture of me?" But another dude. Yeah, yeah, yo, exactly. Logo, come and take that picture, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> De Niro, you here? All right. Oh, there he is. Sorry. There he is. No, 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 no. I just want to make sure it's on you. No, no, no. I'm going to skip you. So, on I, you, brother. I actually may be in the minority here, but I am a huge fan of Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal as a tag team. Love their shit against Ric Flair. And I want to be mad if Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal win this matchup. Um, okay. Also, if if Darby and Sting win, then when the fuck are they getting a tag team title shot? Being that they are oh oh, tag match. Like, if the rankings matter, shouldn't Darby and Sting be ranked number one contenders by this point? It's been about over a year of consistently winning tag matches. You're not wrong, bro. You're not wrong. They like I thought I didn't think Sting lost until he just said apparently he lost in a trios match, but I didn't, or a tag match. But I didn't think. I think it might have been trios. I think it was the. I think it was the. It was Sting and Darby and Miro versus House of Black, and I think House of Black won or Sting won. Did they? Did they? All right, maybe not. But I don't. You could. You you could go to the answer box. Something else, but yeah. Trying to think back if Sting lost. Uh, Did he ever? I think he might have lost one of the tag matches with friggin' uh, Team Taz when that was whole fucking thing was going on. But I'm not 100 percent sure. Maybe. Yeah, I, I thought Sting was undefeated personally. I mean, not that that's a big deal here, but um, yeah, that that would be cool. Sting's definitely gonna. Uh, Bakley says Lethal and Jarrett win Sting and Darby off TV for a few months to go to Japan. We know Sting's going over there to Russell Muto, which is gonna be fucking awesome. Maybe Darby goes over there with him. I've been fucking begging for a Darby Hiromo match. I know it ain't gonna ever fucking happen, but it would be dope, dude. It'd be dope. But I digress. But yeah, no, De Niro would be cool if Jarrett and Lethal got this win. I guess see Darby and Sting getting off TV for sure. Like, Jared, what's the point of bringing him in just to take the loss? I mean, I guess you give him the pay-per-view. But he, it's not like he needs to win. But, you know, Jared's got that golden shovel. So he's like Triple A's. He got, he got it. Yeah. Can you but... say, bro, like, as much as I love Jeff Jarrett's TNA theme, the whole that shit, right? I, that, it's a fire-ass theme. Yeah. I really want him to go back to his WCW Chosen One theme. Cause that shit was a banger. I don't care what anybody says. That little copy, the little uh, it was, I think it was supposed to be Cowboy by Kid Rock, but they did like their own little twist on it. That was a fucking banger track. So, <laughs> bring back the chosen one theme song. That'd be dope. That'd oh, be dope. One. Oh shit! He's I saying, just realized. He's saying, not, he's saying slap nuts for the first time in fucking twenty years. That was like, the best. Yeah. <sighs> I don't. I don't think I gave an actual prediction for this, but it's going to be lethal. It's going to be. Le- I, I started ranting about Jarrett. It'll be lethal and Jarrett that wins. I think uh, Sting okay. and Darby are breaking up. Whoa! Yeah, it's, the, it's time. Yeah, sorry, I, that was like a throwaway line. But <laughs> he no, just like, throws that. Oh, yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, I'm out. It's like the uh, flambe, and you just left. Yeah. Whoa. I mean, Holy it's got to. I feel for me, it's got to happen. I I like their pairing and all, but like. Who is it benefiting? What's it doing for anybody at this point? Like, you know, there's no, there's no, to me, I, I felt from the beginning with it, with the two of them, there's never really been a connection between them other than the fact that they both paint their face. Outside of that, it's just been like, you know, 
when Sting showed up, he's just like, I'm up on the rafters. And then one day everyone was like, I'm up here with you. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> True. You're not, you're cool. not wrong. You're not wrong. All right. Yeah. <laughs> he just paints their <laughs> Right. <Darby>. Exactly. <laughs> father and son. Now, if we're going to get to that storyline and it's, you know, Darby's actually illegitimate Sting's son, sure, I'm on board. Let's keep them together. Well, then I'm, done with that, then I'm done with that tag title match because you got the most over guy on the AEW roster, Daddy Ass, <laughs> taking on Darby and Stingy, essentially. So you got two 60 year olds <laughs> who are more over than motherfucking Grover at this point. But, Justin, <laughs> who, you got, who you got winning this match, Justin? What you got here, oh, man? God, oh, this is a match. I just have so little interest in basically on the lethal and Jarrett side. I'm not a Jeff Jarrett fan at all. Guy has been through, has done some of the most freaking awful shit that I've seen. Like his W, I hated his WCW stuff, despised the fucking TNA stuff. Like, I don't, I can't, I, I've never been a fan of Jeff Jarrett. Guy just shows up and I go, oh, great. It's fucking Jeff Jarrett. Yo, Justin, this Jericho or Jeff Jarrett? Who you got? <laughs> Jericho. Good. That's what I figured you'd yeah. answer. <laughs> yeah, Jer- Jarrett just has never done it for me. I like Lethal. Guy is great, but he has freaking absolutely done some irrelevant ass shit. Is just... I just say you give it to Darby and Sting and just get it over with at this point. Like, Jarrett's just going to end up in a backstage freaking, like, position after this. So it's not like he really needs to be like, oh, hey, I got this position, and now I'm going to go out there, and I'm just going to make sure I win this match first before I do that because nothing says booking shows like getting a win on television right now. Like, fucking garbage if he wins. Just give it to Darby and Sting. And let's get it on here. Like, hell, give Darby and Sting the fucking tag title match at this point. It'd be interesting as fuck at this point. As much as I'm, like, kind of iffy on Sting getting title matches, let's fucking do it at this point. Like, I mean, just go for it. he's flying around like, you know, like he's never did before in his career. So it's like, he, he scares the shit out of me still. Every time I see him, I'm like, and Sting God. is just trying to kill himself. For real? Oh, Dude's like 60. Did you about the fucking ramp how many times? <laughs> Right in front of me, right in front of me at all at uh, Forbidden Door, dude. Crazy that fucking uh, six man. He fucking right in front of me shows up and jumps off of it. I was like, babe, 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 he's right there. He's right there. Oh my god, dude! Like fucking right there. I missed the video by a spinal injury. Guy retires with a big ass spinal injury and then goes, "Hey, I'm coming back to wrestling. You know what I'm gonna do now? I'm just gonna jump off of shit." Like, yo, and that's yo the same thing that I was talking about earlier though with Soraya and fucking Brian, dude. With I see Sting taking these yeah. bumps and jumps scares the living fuck out of me. But it looks like Sting's having more fun than he's had ever had. Like he never really looked like Surfer Sting looked like he had fun. But one, and we all know like the actual backstory. Sting got dark in real life. But like he looked like he stopped having fun come 96, 97. And he, and he really didn't look like he until now. Like this looks like the most fun I can remember since Server Sting that Sting's ever had. And I I would and, also say that the Joker Sting run in uh, TNA, he looked like he was having a good time with that too. But true that. oh my god, true he had to have had a blast with that shit. You're right, Daniel, All right so you're right. But according still, according like, to Cage match, I'm wrong. Sting is uh, Sting is totally undefeated. Yeah. Not only not taking a pin, he just hasn't, hasn't, he hasn't lost, lost a fucking According match. According to Cage Match. No, they beat According to Cage Match. Yeah, they ran through Team Taz, and they ran through yeah. – then they teamed with uh, I could the have Hardys sworn. against uh, – I don't remember who. Then they ran through House They even beat FCR. They beat FCR clean at mm-hmm. uh, the first grand slam. So it's like 
Give them a title shot. If they were still doing the rankings, I'm so glad. And we've asked for this. The rankings are basically gone. We haven't talked about the rankings in fucking months. Thank God. Thank God. But it's like they haven't updated it since August. So I don't think a full pay-per-view cycle. So I think they're done with it. And again, Tony listens to the fans. We didn't want it. He got rid of it. We want a shorter pay-per-view. He says it's going to be a shorter pay-per-view. I don't know how you're going to come back 10 matches in the fucking three hours, but maybe it'll be three and a half hours, like I said. But let's get this show on the road. I want to get De Niro out of here. I know he's got a circle of debate tonight. Big show tonight. But last match, I don't think anyone here gives a flying fuck about it. I'm sorry. I know we had, uh, I think KPG was in the chat earlier from the Faction Podcast. He's interested. He's a fucking Jade simp. We all are Jade simps. We all love Jade. But I don't think no one gives a flying fuck about this match, dude. Uh, someone else, I think it was, uh, I, I forgot who said it, but said Jamie Hayter would be the perfect person to take this belt off of Jade. I mean, she would be. I can't fathom Nyla beating Jade here, and I hate the lead-up of this match. I absolutely fucking hate that they build this match at one point. I know they pulled it, but they build it as TBS champion versus TBS champion. I wanted to punch my fucking screen when I saw it. I love Nyla Rose. She's hilarious. She's so great on fucking Twitter. She's so funny. But fuck, I hate everything about this. The story is fine, but if you're going to show me that Jade and the baddies are in the building when fucking Nyla's sitting there with Marina Shafir holding the belt, and then Jade comes out and attacks seven security guards while Marina's sitting there with the belt, well, why didn't Jade just go after the fucking belt in the first place? Come on! The Rest of logic is as stupid as porn logic sometimes. Like... <laughs> <laughs> it might be worse. It might be worse. Yo, you're right. Yo, I'll buy someone being stuck in a dryer a lot more than a lot of things I see in wrestling. <laughs> yo, it's like, yo, Jade, this bitch right here to your left is holding the belt. You got six people here, and she, I was like, is Marina not out there? No, Marina's there multiple times. Go get the fucking belt. I digress. Like it came out there. I'll run it. So she I'll came out there, looked over, and saw her, and goes, yeah, but the security guards are right there. I can beat them up. Well, well, I wish I was Ivan so I could play that clip, Jay White. Fuck! That's not how I fucking feel when I watch this shit. It's not that it's a bad <laughs> angle. It's just badly executed. But Jade wins. This ain't on me. I'm going to take it right now. It's Jade. It's Jade all fucking day. Keith? I so because of our our fantasy wrestling here, I want Nyla to win because I'll get mad points. I have Nyla. That's a that's a huge pay per view title win thing for me. That'd be solid, but it's not going to happen. Jade's already beaten Nyla. That's happened already. She's she's Jade. Nyla's oh. already won. I'm pretty sure. Could be wrong again. I, I was wrong about fucking Sting, so I'm probably wrong again. You're probably but right. You're probably. Right. I could have sworn these two have already fought for the title. Jade's already beaten her. She's already one of the forty whatever it is in L. Oh well. So this is Anna J yeah. all over again. Is that what you're telling me? I that's yes. what I'm saying. Like yeah, is like this Willow it's, Nightingale you know, all over again. I just the situation. The, the situation is she's fought everybody that hasn't that isn't like number one that isn't in contention for the actual women's championship she's fought all the other women and now they're going back through them again it's and the just problem dumb. is like we talked about in the past she does she hasn't fought all the women because she hasn't fought Britt baker and she hasn't fought jimmy hater and she hasn't fought fucking soraya so she, and she hasn't fought tony storm so she hasn't There's fought Britt. the big women she's only fought the fucking mid-card and under women because god forbid if anyone takes a loss in AEW, book miro <laughs> the the way, thing is, with uh, she did beat Nyla Rose. It was okay. on Rampage. So okay. yeah, like well, it's of course it's, it was. Is Rampage is all black A dub, like fuck all black folk on fucking Rampage. That's all they put the matches on there. And the acclaimed, yeah, Keith Lee, Swerve, Jade, Willow, fuck. 
the TBS title makes Destiny. The TBS title was only brought in because it was for the women that were not fucking going to be put in that position for the women's title. That's all this title was fucking for. It's literally a side prize to go, hey, you guys aren't good enough to face that big championship. Here's a title, though. You guys at least have one. So, like. Now, listen, that's fine. That's okay. If that's your logic and that's how you want to have a title booked, awesome. Then don't put it on your little pet project that you want to have that's undefeated. Because what the fuck do you do with her now? If you don't want to have this monster beat your bigger names, your Jamie haters, your or, well, she already beat Jamie also, I'm pretty sure. Did if you don't want to have her beat Britt Baker, I could be wrong on that one, well, too. I don't know. T- oh. But if you, if you don't want to have her beat your Britt Baker, if you don't want to have her beat your big names, your Thunder Rosa, your, your Tony Storm, and anybody like that, if she hasn't already, because a part of me outside of Britt Baker, I'm like actually struggling to think of someone she hasn't wrestled in the She beat division. Tony Storm or she beat Thunder Rosa in the tournament because Mercedes Martinez right. showed up and fucking cost Thunder Rosa the match. She never beat Thunder Clean. And I'm 92% sure she hasn't fought Jamie, but I digress. I, that's what I mean. I don't I'm just like struggling to think of people she hasn't beat because like that's that's what I anytime Jay Cargo matches come up, by the way, before I get all ranty off here, Jay's gonna win this match. Um but like I it frustrates me so much with her because it's like it's it was this it was like they had this cool idea of just like yeah we're gonna book you super strong as this like you know like really homegrown thing because she hasn't she has no any background of anything she never wrestled at all before she came to AEW she's just athletic and it's awesome and I don't I don't fault her for that at first yeah she was pretty green but she's gotten better she's not awful but like you it, it's it's like Goldberg all over again but like without an endpoint, or without us, I mean, we've already had the Russo experiences. So, like, unless someone's going to come out with a fucking cattle prod and hit her with that during a match, so that she can be stun gunned and someone can pin her that way at fucking Stark. Let me throw some bad juju in this right here. You want to know what was bad when they when I first saw this story of them telling her like, "Oh, Nyla took the title and everything." The first thing I thought of was watch them stick with this and leave it and just put it on Nyla. That oh. way Jade doesn't take a pin so they can move her on to the women's title without her taking a pin. That was the first thing I thought of was watch them count this as a fucking title win for Nyla just so they could keep Jade undefeated. That would have been the most atrocious thing ever. But I'm at the point now where I would take that over whatever the hell is supposed to happen with any of this. Like I, I, that's, I mean, that's super. It's super. That's that's Russo style. That's Duggan finding the uh, the U.S. championship in the trash, and he's the U.S. champion. Yeah, from back then. But like, I just it frustrates me so much because like I don't hate Jade, and I don't want to have Twitter come for me like they did for JD from NY or whoever for talking shit on her because I don't hate her. She's good. I don't hate Nyla either. They're both solid. But it's just like, I, Thanks, Mr. What, what do you? What what do we do? Who is it that beats her? If you got to bring someone from the outside in, that's fine too. There's t- there's a lot of there's a lot of people that I feel like should have beaten already. I feel like Abaddon could have been someone that took down Jade. Um, Jamie could be. I mean, Bakley just said they haven't fought, so that's fine. Hater could be. That's fine with me. Um, I would love both selfishly because of the fantasy wrestling, but also because I'm just like the biggest stan of her probably of all time. I want Jordan Grace to come in and beat her. They've been Twitter. They, they've been having like fake Twitter beef kind of online talking about muscle mommies going at each other. Like, yes, let's go. Jordan Grace fucking rules. She's so good. Bring her in. Let her take her. Um, What's her name? The one that uh, Sarah Logan ripped off with coming back. Maxie Impaler. (laughs) Bring Maxie Impaler in. Have the non-binary nightmare whoop her ass. Like, if that's what it's going to get to, I'm fine with that. But, like, 
even if that is what it's going to come to, if it's going to be someone that comes in from the outside, that's going to bring complaints too, because then you have to tell people who they are. I know who Jordan Grace is because I love her. And I saw her at a fucking progress show like eight years ago at this point, randomly. And it's been like, she's awesome ever since then. And like, but if you're, it's, it's, it's going to end up being, if that's where it's going to go to, it's going to be the same story everybody has when it's just like Mance Warner shows up and has a title shot. And everyone's like, who the fuck is this guy? And why? So like, cool. If that's going to be what you're going to get to start building, whoever it's going to be, start talking about that, build that story already now at this point of say, of Jay just being like, I beat everybody in here. You got to start bringing me some of these names. Here's a list of people I want to fight to bring in. I don't know. I'll stop ranting now. Jay's no, going to win. You're good. You're good. I, yo, get it out, brother. Get it out. That's why it's, we're here. Dude. Get it out. It frustrates me so much. Anytime Jade comes up, I fall back into the same thing. Where the hell does it go? Cool. She's fucking 60 and 0. Awesome. You have such a stacked roster full of people, and you're just letting her run through everybody. Like, you're afraid to have the big stars take a loss, but then what the fuck is Jade supposed to be? Because you're afraid to have Britt take a loss to her, but because Britt's a big star, but then what is Jade? If she's undefeated, she's also a big star in your mind. So, like, what? which one is it, Tony? They're the two, they're the two biggest me. stars in the company to me, Britt and Jade, by far. Yeah. Away. Like, ain't even close. And when he goes and does, goes to games, soccer games, football games, whatever, they're the ones who are right there with him for sure. De Niro, who you got, man? Sorry. <laughs> no, fuck no, no stories. I can't follow. Let it out, Keith. Let it out. <laughs> but um, I got Jade. You know, I get a lot of shit every single time I'm on Circle Debate and every time I'm on anyone's podcast because I am a huge Jay Cargill fan. I think she's money. I think she's got a lot of talent. I think that she is going to be a megastar. She's only – all right, so what is she now in her streak? 42 or some shit like that? Ish, Yeah. That means she's only had like 42 matches. Like we've seen her from her first match on. And this is how good she is. She got the character down pack. Like you have her training with Brian Danielson. Within a year or so, she's going to be even better than what she is now. So I think that for sure she's going to be a megastar for AEW. But I think it's time we start to see her like, not this matchup, please. Like I don't want to see this matchup get too much time. <laughs> but I do want to see Jay Cargill start getting like pushed into the deep waters and see what she could do in longer matches. I, I thought that that was the reason why you brought in people like Madison Rain and had her go against Madison Rain. I thought that was all right. We're going to have a veteran take her to the deep waters. Hasn't happened. So I think that it's getting a little tiresome that Jay Cargill comes in, wins in like three or four minutes, and then that's it. So. I want Jay Cargill to win this in fast time. Like, don't don't like take up too much time with this matchup. But going forward, her next feud, I hope, is an actual feud, and it, we see another side of her. Let's see her wrestle a twenty minute matchup. See what she could do, and if it bombs, it bombs. And then you know that she's one dimensional, or you know, all right, let's not you know show the negatives, accentuate the positives, because in small sprints, she's very talented and comes off like a star. But who knows? Until you take her to those deep waters. Let's see if she sinks to swim. Love it, dude. You fucking just like, if you could have wrote an essay about Jade Cargill, it would have been fucking spot on. Like, you would have gotten an A plus right there. Like, that was Thank fucking you. perfectly <laughs> punctual, dude. What Love was it, not dude. my thing? I used to fucking fail every essay. I wish I had an essay on wrestling. I would fucking. Hey, but you ain't got to write it. You just spit it with your mouth and you just spit it. That's the thing. Some people can't write. Some people can just spit. You just spit. That was exactly. fucking fantastic, bro. Love it. Love it. <laughs> Justin, you. wrap us up on this motherfucking show, bro. I don't know if this is going to come off as like shooting at the hip or something like this, but I'm not a Jade fan. I'm really not a Jade fan. Like 
she's got a incredible look, but the matches just aren't doing it. Just not at all. Like I, I just I have not had a Jade Cargill match that I've actually enjoyed watching. Mm. This story with Nyla sucks. I have not even really been that crazy on Nyla Rose at this point. Like leading even leading up to this, I haven't even been the biggest fan of Nyla. She just, I don't know, she just hasn't done it for me either. Like, I, I, I feel like they're just going to put this back on Jade. And at the point, I think they're going to just have Jade relinquish it. She's just going to freaking hold this thing until she relinquishes it. Just so they can keep her undefeated and get her in that women's championship freaking scene without her taking a loss that way they can quickly get her to that fucking championship and she's still undefeated. And then they're going to do it all over again with the women's championship instead of the TBS title. Like, yeah, it'll finally move the TBS title onto something different, but now you're just doing it all over again with Jade with the women's championship. Like that's all I can see coming. And I just, I hate it. I hate it so much. Like I want to like Jade, she has an incredible look, and I go, how can you not like her? But you watch her wrestle, and I just go, no, this isn't it. This isn't it. And I hear that like, she's training with Brian, of all fucking people. And I go, how? How is this not connecting? How? Like, I've, I think I've literally enjoyed one match of hers, and that was with Ty Conte. Yes! I was going to say, tell me Why you didn't. Tell me you liked your match with Ty. Because Ty, that is, Ty Conte is, match especially if she was is, legitimately is probably baby. the only match of hers I did. in the ring, dude. Ty and that's nuts. Go. Like, it's nuts. Like, it, the fact that, dude, you know, Ty you. in the state thank she's you. in, absolutely uber fucking heat. Nobody likes her. She had the, the freaking best the, match the with time match, though, was before she got the heat because she had the Brazilian fucking yeah. face paint on her face and came mm -hmm. out just yeah, that was when Jade kissed her. That's when they kissed. That was nice. Because oh, <laughs> <laughs> you guys, that's, that is super weird of me. I'm Jade's sorry. got Jade's got everything. <laughs> She's got the look. She's got it. I, I get you guys and Bakley saying Bakley's been saying it forever. He wants to see her put on better matches. I get it, but how do you put on a better match if your match is only booked to be three and a half to five minutes? You can't perform a good match if you're only allowed. Hell yeah, bro, Cass. Kiss that shit. Mm, so hot. But how the fuck are you going to put on a good match if you're only allotted three and a half to five minutes? You can't work. You can't show how good you are if you're only getting three and a half to five minutes. I'm sorry. And all of her matches are that. They're fucking aggressive fucking brawl. She gets a little fucking backlash against her. She fucking pump kicks fucking hits Beth, the fucking Beth Phoenix finisher and calls it a Jaden and calls it a motherfucking day. That's how it is. How the fuck do you put on a good match? So that's it. I'm a huge Jade Mark. I think she's fucking ridiculous. I've never seen a body like that. Her fucking look, her face, she's beautiful. Everything about her is amazing. I think, yes, Justin, I could see that she just fucking says, no more of this. I'm going for the main belt. Maybe you merge them. I've said 22 times on this show. I like to see AEW women have a tag division and only one singles fucking belt they don't need two singles belts they literally only made this belt solely for jade but i can go on and on and on about this but fellas we talk full gear we talk everything fucking around it i appreciate you guys for coming on this show so fucking much will gray bot spots and chair shots he's going live very soon go and check him out twitch youtube 
Well, thank you so much for coming on. He's not here anymore. You three. We got two mainstays in my boy, De Niro. I've been with you so many times on your show. Please come back to my show. I appreciate you so much for coming on. Keith, God, the best partner Nick could have ever found. I fucking love you. And Justin, uh-huh. my fucking boy, dude. This shit has been fucking an absolute blast. I appreciate you guys for fucking coming on. Of course, you can check fucking De Niro out at the Wrestling Blurring Podcast, both audio and then on the Circle of Debate YouTube channel. You got the In Time Wrestling Podcast with my boy Justin doing great things with the brother Jeremy. Love them. Everything they do is fucking great. And Keith with Nick on the UW Pod, the Universe Wrestling Podcast, all major audio platforms, and check their YouTube channel out. They got a couple good interviews coming up soon. Can't wait to fucking hear them. Can't wait till they release who they're going to be with. So I'm excited. But, fellas, I did the cheap plug. Do your real plugs. Thank you again so much for coming on. Keith, where can the people find you? You hit them all already there. We're on uh, We're on Twitter. Nick is at the UW Pod. I am at Keith of the Ring. That's Keith of the Ring because I'm clever. Uh, we are on youtube we are online at the uwpod.com we're everywhere you want to be and we want to see you there that didn't make any sense anyway someone someone stop me jesus you're the best broke ass tom thank you so much for tuning in dude you're you're absolutely the man love what you do your live watch lines are fucking fantastic and knows. we all love the man buns tom we UW all love Pod the man buns. and yes basically we know we are all the uw pod keith thank you so much for coming on bro i know nick when nick said he couldn't make it i was like damn i don't keep so come on oh, hell yeah. like, we don't talk we talk you're my motherfucking boy dude i appreciate you greatly for coming on mainstay all the time dude the oh, yeah. hero where can the people find you, my dude? You can find me on the UW pod. No. <laughs> <laughs> he gets it. He gets it. Yes, my man. My man. <laughs> no, uh, Circle Debate YouTube channel. Uh, Wrestling DeLorean podcast is live on the Circle Debate every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Circle Debate has their New Japan show every Tuesday. Wednesday is the MMA show. Thursday is the flagship show. Friday's top five. So there's like seven shows coming out every week from the Circle Debate. So make sure you hit that subscribe button. We're about to go live in about 10 minutes with the circle debate. So 10 minutes. You should have got out of here to go to the pregame. Oh, no, no, no. De Niro, come on. Okay, it's okay, it's okay. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, but I appreciate you, man. It's a pleasure. I always love working with you. I love working with all you guys. Can't wait to come back. Thank you so much. Yo, you're the man, dude. Definitely go over to Circle of Debate like right after. I literally, once I hit end recording, I will go over there. I might even ask Ivan to send me the link. I might hop on for an hour, dude. Please I'm, do. I'm feeling this wrestling talk right now, dude. Circle of Debate. Ivan, I love fucking Ivan Dinero. I love you. I love everything you guys do on that. Bakley in the chat. Before I get to Justin, Bakley's got a big interview coming up tomorrow. Chase Owens, Cage My IQ mm. YouTube channel. Oh, I might be on it with him. I don't know if I got, you know, kids things, but Bakley even inviting me to be on it with him. I can't fucking, it's, the honor is all mine. Thank you so much for that. I appreciate it. If I can't make it, who fucking cares? Bakley's interviewing Chase fucking Owens tomorrow. That's Check it out dope. on the Cage My IQ YouTube channel. Justin, my man, my dude, where are the can the people find you? You can find me on Twitter at JustinTime211, In Time Wrestling Podcast. Find it. Listen to it. We do current stuff. We've been doing classic stuff. Still looking to just branch into some other stuff at any freaking point. So you never know what's going to happen. Again, been kind of on a hiatus. A lot of personal stuff going on around here. Been kind of killing my motivation. But, you know, when I get to hang out with you guys, get to finally meet Mike. Finally. Like, my God. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> fucking awesome you know pleasure guys absolute great time all the time with you guys love you all like 
freaking awesome every time. So, yeah, Justin, thank you, man. I appreciate it. every time I can do this. I know you're the first person I call to fucking come on with me. It's been too damn long. Two and a half, and that's funny. Too damn long. It's been two and a half weeks. <laughs> but too it's been damn long. Enough. long it's been long enough. Too Throw up that bat signal long. I'm coming. And yeah, I'm with the broadcast. Keep grinding, Justin. All you guys keep grinding. You guys are all fucking so fantastic at what you do. De Niro, thank you so much for coming on. Like the guy said, it was so great for them to meet you. Fuck, oh, we yeah. love De Niro, dude. De Niro is a fucking stud, dude. Check out his shit, Circle thank of the Night podcast. Check out Keith on the Universal Wrestling podcast. Check out Justin on the In Time Wrestling podcast, all major audio platforms. And me, TK, the Wrestling Index, you can find on all major audio platforms, the Visionary Global Media audio platform. And of course, right here on Floor Cyber Sports YouTube. We say it all the time on Twitter. We got and- the best TK right here. Uh, love, the you guys. love you guys. I love you guys so much. I love doing this. The last, like I said, two and a half, three weeks now being able to talk like wrestling <laughs> really was fucking awful, dude. But this was awesome to all you who tuned in, who watched, who watched live, who are going to watch, who are going to listen to the replay. Thank you so much. Check out FloorCypressSports.com. You're home for sports, wrestling, and entertainment. Boys, thank you for so much for tuning in. Enjoy full gear. We out. <laughs>